It's understood. It's understood who we are. It's understood what we work for. And I don't, I don't have to give y'all no, no rah-rah speech. Everything is in front of me. Yeah, you heard him. You heard what he said. Philly don't need no rah-rah speeches. We don't need to be told how to get crunk and when to show up. We all know what's at stake. This is our house. What say you, Nick? How we about to climb this mountain? Together, 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 together. That's what I'm talking about. We don't need to talk leadership. We live it. We know what our potential on. Woo! It's about heart. It's about passion and desire. We have fully defined our dog mentality. We know when this city wants something, they'll do whatever it takes. They won't be denied. When you're starving for something so doggone much, I ain't hungry. I'm starving for this. A brick wall can't hold you back. Their end zone is our playground. Our dreams are their nightmares. We don't need no rah-rah speech. Don't need no rah-rah speech. Cause it's a Philly thing. It's time for the best podcast around. Grab a cold one, sit back, and enjoy the show. This is Corner Pub Sports. Hey, this is Brian Dawkins, and you're looking at Corner Pub Sports. Corner Pub Sports. We'll do it live! Probably my my Yeah. I don't know of a better way to start off this show than a speech from Brian Dawkins firing you up for the Eagles, 49ers, NFC title game coming your way on Sunday. We are fighting for a chance for a second Super Bowl in five years. It's a Philly thing. It's a Philly thing. I don't know how I feel about that slogan, by the way, but that's, that's, that's another thing. Yeah, 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 I'm, I'm kinda, with you. It's kind of like, eh. But, yeah, the, just – for one second. One second. Let's fucking go. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. This is, uh, this is awesome, man. It's, it's been a it, – we're not going to get into it, but it's been a rough, um, a rough start of the year for everyone on this show. Uh, we've all uh, been through some uh, family loss since the start of 2023. So this was something that um, the doctor ordered, um, honestly, because I feel like – it's been a good distraction, um, it, it's and it's been nice. So uh, yeah, people that don't watch sports, that don't get sports, won't understand. Yeah. But if you do, you get it. Dave Peterson, I uh, thank you, man. I salute, dude. I, I appreciate your kind words, man. I, I and I appreciate you guys helping me out. So um, 
Yeah, so we're going to have uh, Ed Kratz of Sports Illustrated joining us in about 45 minutes. Uh, we haven't had him on in a little bit. One of my, my, one of my absolute favorite guests. Oh, absolutely. He's, he's awesome. For sure. Absolutely. Uh, so I'm excited to talk to him for sure. Maybe we can get a little inside information, see about, about the injuries that we're hearing about for the 49ers side. I don't know how much he's going to know, but uh, the Eagles are healthy. All 22 starters are back. Wow. Yeah. All 22. Un- unheard of in NFL playoffs, cha- yeah. especially in a championship game when you got every player, every starter that you expect to play is playing. That's because they didn't have any injury last week. was such a – Avante Maddox just, was hurt. Yeah. He, he's coming back. He's playing. Right. So, that's huge. That, that's mm. that's yeah. big. I mean, now you got someone on uh, – hopefully yeah. on George Kittle. But was was Maddox hurt in the game or he was, no, he's coming he, back? he's been out. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. I'm saying the Giants game was oh, such got, a yeah, – yeah, it was Dickerson, such a – Dickerson limped off a little bit. Yeah. That was like, uh-oh, that's, this isn't good, but – you know. How about if you get a little taste of Landon Dickerson coming right down your throat? But he's okay, Chris. He's okay. But I mean, you got—he's um, uh, coming back. Maddox is coming back, which means you can you can move Gardner back back, back to, to the safety. He, yeah, he's going to get two interceptions. He's getting yeah? two. Inter- yes. All right. Yes. All right. I like that. Yeah, he's getting two interceptions. I like that. Do you guys? Do you guys want to hear from Lenny Dykstra? Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, why not? It's always entertaining. So I'm, I'm going to do this before Ed comes on. Um, but yeah, Lenny Dykstra has um, has some thoughts about the Eagles the Eagles game. I, I thought this was kind of cool. Um, so just sit back and relax for about two minutes because this is uh, entertainment at its finest. Dykstra nails here, uh, big big NFC Championship game uh, this Sunday in Philly. Obviously, my Eagles playing the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, uh, excuse me, <laughs> I mean 69ers. Uh, um, uh-huh. Hey, 69ers are pretty good though. Look. Not as dominant as, as the 80s and 90s with Montana and, and Jerry Rice, of course, and all them Super Bowl wins. But, but, but yeah, a dynasty. Uh, like my Mets should have been, if you know what I mean, when we played, like, remember? Um, anyhow. You remember? Uh, <laughs> what I love about the, the 69ers quarterback, Brock Purdy, uh, more than the fact that he was the last guy picked in the entire NFL draft, um, is that – he sounds like he should be a golfer. Like, what a fucking great golf country clubber, you know? Brock Purdy. <laughs> That's but, true. Um, give the guy credit, man. He's, he's, he's saying uh, one game away from the Super Bowl, and that's where we'll finish one game away from the Super Bowl because uh, my Eagles, okay, are, are going to rock and roll. Um, but I do appreciate the 13th-round draft pick. That was a 13th-round draft pick, so the guy picked that late to go on to play. There's know, only seven rounds And lead the, the team to the <laughs> NFL championship game is, is saying something. Um, <laughs> kind of like Kevin Mitchell was when he was a rookie in the 86 Mets. Awesome player, by the way. And a great dude. But I He's got as much ADD as we do. Fuck the 69ers, okay? Fuck you. Fuck you. Okay? It's 69. only because uh, Orenthal Simpson. He just called o- now, for no reason whatsoever. So, by the way, Lenny tagged us on this on Twitter. That's awesome. And, dude, the responses are great. Like, Kevin Mitchell's responding, I think. Fuck he, you. He's Fuck responding. you. 69ers. Yeah, 69ers. And then, um, um, he, for no reason, he tags O.G. Simpson and then calls him out, right? So, oh, my God. <laughs> so listen to this. This is great. My boy, Orenthal, remember, the juice is loose. Remember that. The juice is loose. Okay? And his career there. Okay? Hey, Orenthal, how things work out after your bills, huh? Uh, after your, your bills, get their ass kicked. Uh, uh, they, they got their ass kicked, by the way. Not, not they didn't lose. They got their ass kicked. Orenthal, like I'd kick your fucking ass if you wanted a piece of me, motherfucker. Jesus. Anyways, ready? Anyhow, 
Let's go, birds. E A G L E S. Eagles. <laughs> Lenny Dykstra. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when they had those things? There's, he there's, told old there's, Jay, there's cage fuck you, I'll kick your fucking ass. They, they, somebody's got to promote that fight. One of those, like, remember when they did the celebrity matches? Well, he was going to fight the bagel boss. Remember that? The bagel guy, the, the five foot four bagel guy who started to fight. But it fizzled fight. out. Yeah, it fizzled out. Because, well, it, his legal, uh, Lenny's lawyers were like, nah, we don't want you doing that. Yeah. <laughs> You'll end up in court again. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, shit, I just got rid of something I want to play. Um, but, uh, yeah, the Dijkstra, man, he's <laughs> that's amazing. I don't know where he comes up with this shit. He's, he, he's like us. The ADD just, yep. he was like. It comes from the corner bar, that's came, where he gets it from. Went, went, went to the Mets, came to the Eagles, went back to the I Mets. I don't know where went they, to the, like, the 69ers. Yeah. Fuck the manager's daughters. Yeah, I didn't know he was an Eagles fan. Yeah, he well, took, you know, yeah, Eagles. Yeah. You know, I guess just being in Philly for a while. Yeah, took yeah. the owner's flight to Las Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, you're right. Um, I, uh, I, oh, yeah, here we go. Got locked up for having hookers in his house in New Jersey. So because because of the uh, Eagles, I, I want to play some. I want to play some Eagles. So we're going to play some Eagles in the background while we're... All right. Little Eagles in the background. What? This is the Eagles. It's band, the Eagles. Yeah, Don Henley and... No, it's not. No, yeah, it it's is. not. No, it's not. What do you mean it's not? What well, is? We, no, he sounds just... like he's gargling a fucking jet. It's the Eagles. No, it's not. Well, Isn't oh, it? now <laughs> I can hear the cover of the Eagles song now, finally. It was so bad that when I finally got through the... Oh, this is bad. Yeah, this is fucking terrible, Sean. Well, that's the way the 49ers are going to play on Sunday. Where the fuck did you find this? All right, so in about a half hour, Ed Crass is going to go on in. <laughs> We're just going to leave this play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so I can't concentrate. <laughs> so what do you guys... <laughs> <laughs> See? What are you guys feeling, man? We'll do predictions a little bit later, but, you know, let's look at this game as a matchup. You know what? It's, it's about as even as you can get, right? You know what? It's it's interesting. I I um, I um read a, a CBS Sportsline article that did, like, a player or position-by-position pos- comparison. Uh, including coaching. And there ended up being 12 that they went down. Christ, this song sounds like a fucking duck in a Terrifier movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. They had they had the Eagles with five, San Fran with five, and two even. Yeah. But who yeah. picks and fucking five? Like the line in the middle of the week was two and a half. No, no, it, it wasn't a line. It was there was there was twelve position comparisons. Mm-hmm. They All did right. five. The Eagles won five. Yeah. San Fran won five, and they called two even. And even some of the ones that they called, they're like they, they either some of these that we called this way could have went the other way. Just uh, I got you. They're like this is about as even as you can get. Uh, does this game have in live bets? 
I'm sure it does. Yeah, yeah, of course it does. Yeah. So what? <laughs> like this is so bad. It's fat. Yeah, it sounds like that guy. She bangs. She bangs. She moves. She moves. You remember they're, that guy? They're trying though. Not or not, they're drunk and don't got nothing else better to do. Oh Jesus! Like listen to the porn fucking <laughs> z- 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 the porn laser. <laughs> listen, this is like Alice in Chains kind of melody, right? No, it's not. No, it's not. So that's Journey. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like fucking Journey. So why don't we do that? Why don't we look at positions and and think about how? We, all right, I gotta shut this off. I mean, yeah, we do. You know what? No, no, it's another thirty seconds. So. They're really breaking out now. Um. Yeah, I, it's. <laughs> Going to position by position. I mean, you start with the quarterback. Um, Purdy's obviously played out of his mind. Hasn't <laughs> lost yet. He <laughs> said porn laser. It sounds like a porn laser. What, yeah. is, it, what is a porn no, laser? You're, you're, on, you're on top. You're hitting that fucking, you know, and you hear lasers. It's just as your, as your children squirt all over a fucking belly button. You're a laser. Am I wrong? You're laughing because you agree. I know what, I There's never, something wrong with you, Gary. I don't understand what you're saying, buddy. Yeah, I hear it. I hear what you're saying. God, I never heard. Yes. Well, you never heard a porn laser? No, never. You never watched a uh, porn from the 70s? You mean like the sound, like the synthesizer sound? Yeah. Zzz. Oh, yeah. Zzz. Porn laser. It's true. I hear you. I got you. <laughs> Actually, Pulsey just said, what is a porn laser? <laughs> He knows. All right. All right. Stop Pos- denying. All right. Positions. We- <laughs> positions. All right. So Not porn positions. Positions right. on the NFL field. Right. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, Although that reminds me, we should play. We haven't done it in but three years. We did it once and never went back to it again. Is it gay porn or weightlifting? We should play that again. No. Yeah, well, why? Huh? Because it was terrible. <laughs> Nobody wants that. It was weird because you guessed all the ones right. It was kind of strange. Yeah, yeah, Mike was like this one, and then he got like the last. Because I was one, sober. He got like the last one wrong. He's like, "Fuck! How did I not know that?" It's typical. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that one. Um. So, so all right, positions. Why don't we? I mean, should we start a quarterback? I mean, start the most important yeah. position, right? Let's go offense, and then we'll go yeah. to defense, right? All right, quarterback: Brock Purdy, Jalen Hurts. You gotta give it Hurts, right? I mean, come oh, on. Oh yeah, Hertz I mean. MVP. He's an MVP candidate. I mean, Purdy's been great, but he's still a rookie, and I don't know. I he faced a good defense, but I don't think he played great last week. No, he did not. No, he did not. And um, he lost to the fucking Falcons. That that's because the that the Forty ers played. Well, Purdy didn't. Yeah, that's because um, the Cowboys were even worse. I mean, the Cowboys were horrendous. Right. Um. I mean, some of it had to do with the fact that San Fran's defense is very good. Yeah. But the Dallas Dallas's defense or Dallas's offense is not that dynamic. But they expose no, they expose some of what the 49ers weaknesses were. Like it was fucking field goals the whole first half. Right. Yeah, what were the weaknesses? Holding the field goals? No, they couldn't establish the run. The 49ers could not establish that run. They no, they couldn't. No, no, that's that part's true. I I thought I'm talking the other side of the ball. Offensively. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so, I mean, just going through offensively, obviously it hurts, um, hurts running ability is definitely a, you know, an X factor. Yeah. Uh, so, I think that yeah, – um, He's not going to – Right, he's not going to kill you with his legs. I think that uh, – so, obviously, I think that the, the edge goes there. I mean – The scoreboard right, so is not going to be so purdy. We'll, and we'll get to the defensive side, but it does have something to do with the quarterbacks. You know, people are like, oh, you know, Dallas is front, Dallas is front. I'm like, yeah, but the Eagles' front's better. Eagles' front's the best front in football this year. They were two sacks away from, from, from tying the all-time NFL record. You got the number one running defense going against the number one passing defense. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an interesting game. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a immovable force. But we'll yeah, we'll get right? there, yeah, right? Definitely. So you got quarterback. So let's go running yeah. back. I, absolutely, I, right. We all agree. Jalen Hurts has the edge over Brock Purdy. Right. I don't even think it's a slight edge. I think it's a moderate edge. I would agree. Yeah. I mean, Hurts. Hurts. It's, you can't only, limit Hurts. Right. You can limit Brock Purdy. You start tackle. You start getting in his face. He he made some horrible throws last week. Yeah. He showed he he's a rookie. Right. I'm not saying he's not good. He he might be a good quarterback in his league. In this crowd, th- you know what? That's intangibles. We'll get to that. Right. All right. Yeah. So, um, running game. Running game. Um, uh, 49ers have the edge. Yeah. I mean, McCaffrey's really good. Mitchell's not bad either. No. But McCaffrey's not going to be above Sanders. But he's got a, he's got an injured calf. Yeah, like, but like, like, like you're not going to see the astronomical McCaffrey out of the backfield. You're going to see him as a slot receiver. But let's but let's look at this objectively, not who they're facing, like not like McCaffrey versus the Eagles defense. Just McCaffrey oh, right. Right. taking right. on Sanders, right? McCaffrey's got McCaffrey's the edge. a better like right. Yes. He, he he's a, a lot more effective. McCaffrey and Mitchell over Scott Sanders, yeah. and and it's not Gainwell. It's not a ton. Uh, yeah, I'm, I mean it's it's closer than you would think. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's the edge. Offensive line, Eagles. Yes, San uh, Fran's uh, yes. good, but the Eagles are the Eagles are the best, best offensive line yeah. in football. This might be, this might be the best offensive line we've ever had in this city. In yes. this city, it might be. And their offensive line's been good for years. Yeah, you go all the way back to Runyon and and you know. Uh, Polsky said this is gonna be an edge of your seat shit in the bed scrapper. Runyon, Runyon, Fraley. Who's the other? Who's the? Um, oh yeah, Trey Thomas. Trey, Trey Thomas. Thomas. Yeah. Trey, yeah, I mean that was a good line. That was a really good line. But this team, I mean, you have Kelsey, you have Lane Johnson. They're they're both they're both gonna. I mean, I don't see Lane Johnson Hall of Famer yet, but Kelsey's don't forget a, about Sayamalo. No, I mean they're they're solid, man. They're really good. Um, and, and of course, Cam Jurgens, all of them. Like they're, they're all like the big guy on the other side. Yeah, my my lot has been awesome. I mean, the, the, this line is just how are you going to get by a dude that's six nine, four hundred pounds? Like, so what is it? Is it? Um, it's my lot is Salmalo, Dickerson, Kelsey, Johnson. I said yes. Jurgens isn't even playing. No, no, he's their backup center. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's also he could play guard too. Yeah. No, he hasn't played. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Which is but he's that, that that's a great sign that he's not been on the field like. Right. Yeah. I mean, they they've stayed healthy, but he's a. He's a ridiculously good back. All right, so Jamie Jamie has a good point. Jamie Zimanoff said, "Do you include Hertz as part of the running game? Because if so, Eagles have the better running game." Absolutely, you got to include him as a part of the running well, game. Well, we uh, we no, we said we're saying by position, not by. Yeah, I mean he's not with that in account. It, he's it's not wrong. Um, yeah, but, but that's I'm not, but I'm that would that would be like including McCaffrey in the passing game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just going like running back to running back. 
All right, so wide receivers, right? Wide receivers, you obviously go the Eagles. Yeah, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, the, the only – I think they're the only team this year that had two wide receivers go over a thousand yards. Yeah, I mean, I know that you can't count Debo and everything that he does, but even if you even if you count Debo as as what was with, that sound? I got yeah, I know. Shit. What the fuck? I gotta put What's that down. You got, a, you got a finger in your asshole over there. Even if you <laughs> even if you count Debo as as good as Devontae or something like that. Like, but Debo you could, has no set position. He could play running back. He could play receiver. Yeah, I understand. Like, but he could play tight end. That's why I'm saying as versatile as he is, you could kind of say that he cancels out Devontae or Brown. But Ayuk is not as good as either one of them. No. He's not. No, no, he's not. He's very inconsistent. Um, tight end, I got to give it to the 49ers. Goddard is a great tight end. Right. George it's Kittle it's, it's a best. little – I mean, he's if he's not the well, best, you're talking all, all around tight end or, yeah. or yeah, receiving, tight end. receiving tight end? In general. Because like, Kittle don't block. No, yeah. he does block. Yeah, he does. He's one of the best Kittle's blockers. one of the best blockers in the league. Kittle's, like, known for his blocking. Mm-hmm. He's probably a better blocker than Goddard. And yeah, Goddard's I'm, not bad. Yeah, I'm going to give I'm gonna give that to, to – But um, it's not – Fucking Jack's tower looking one of motherfucker want to be. But it's not that – Kittle. Um – I don't think it's that far. I don't think it's no. a modern. It's a slight – like, Goddard's good enough to make it close. Yeah, Kittle's just been on fire, though, man. Yeah. He's been on fire lately. He's – he's, but, again, you know, look at look at who you're playing. Right. Right? Look at who they're playing. Uh, Seattle, Seattle, none, none of these defenses that they've played are as good as the Eagles' defenses are. Right. Right. Like, defenses. none of those defenses have 70 sacks. No, none of those defenses are linebackers who cover tight ends. Right. You know, so, like – Safeties who can come up and guard a, a guarded tight end. Best quarterback like tandem in the fucking hole in the NFL. Yeah. So, all together, what's that? It's 3-3, three, three, right? We got quarterback. We take quarterback line, wide receiver. They take tight end, running back, mm-hmm. and um, – Tight end. That's it. Tight end, running back. Is there something else? No, that's all we gave them. Okay. Tight end, running back. We're giving them the edge. Okay, right. Um, yeah, Dave Peterson just brought up a good point. I'm going to bring this up. Let's, let's, uh, let's start with the line first, defensively. Defensive line. Um, they uh, the 49ers line is fucking. I'm gonna Eagles give a are, slight edge to the Eagles. Yeah, Eagles were two sacks away, and the Eagles were second in the league in hurries and knockdowns. Right, Bose is really good, but he's got 18 Reddick, sacks on his Grant, own. Yeah, but Reddick has 16, and then Graham, and then Sweat, yeah, like, and then Hargraves, and then they're just more Davis. Complete. Like it's yeah. So we're going line overall, right? Yeah. Eagles, yeah, slight. Yeah, it's not huge. Very it's slight. slight. That that could that is one you could probably go either way on. Like this but we'll is going to be. Gonna I'm just going to go to Eagles just because of what they've done this year. They, right. No team has gotten after the quarterback as much as they have. Now, if you want to talk about run defense, that's where it might change a little bit because the 49ers' run defense is much better than the Eagles. The Eagles' run defense is terrible. It's not terrible. terrible. They're just not as good as they should be. Like. Although when Jordan Davis was hurt, you know, that's when they kind of – they didn't really exactly fall apart, but they weren't as dominant against the against the run um, when he was out. Uh, but when he came back, I mean, their, they, their numbers improved again. Dude, Saquon was tearing everybody up last week – or prior to last week. And they the Eagles held, only gave up seven rushing touchdowns. Seven. All year? Yeah. All year. Saquon had one big run. Otherwise, he would have had like 30 yards rushing last week. Like, yeah. that's awesome. Um, Jamie said, uh, you take both the first in the D-line draft than four Eagles. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's – Yes. Yeah. That's 100%. That, 
accurate, I think. Now linebacker, that's that goes, that goes Sam Brand. That's yeah, that's easily. pretty yeah, that's, that's pretty easily. modern edge too. Yeah, they got they might have the best linebacker crew in the league. Yeah, and the Eagles are average. Yeah, T.J. Edwards has had a nice season. Because your White's been good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I I'm ready for Nakobe Dean. Yes, you know, right? Because your White won't be here next year. Yeah, I mean, he's not as bad as Levon Kirkland was when we had him that year, but uh, well, he's fucking two hundred pounds lighter. <laughs> but it's not like it's not like he's it's not like he's going to be a, a you know someone you're they're going to attack on purpose over right. and over right. and over again. Right? You know, he's 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 okay. He's just he's not. I don't think he's here next year. I think Nakobe Dean is the guy next year. But regardless, Forty Nine is easy edge. I I actually I think I'm going to say Forty Nine is got a moderate edge yeah. on the linebacker. Yeah, part. I think it's a slight more than moderate in that position. Yeah, just a slight more. Well, cornerbacks, and I want to bring that's, this up. That's cornerbacks is a heavy Eagles. Cornerbacks, yeah. as the way that the linebackers are for San Fran, is in favor of the Eagles. Yeah. Uh, Dave Peterson, wide receiver matchup. Niners have given up plenty of big games to opposing receivers this year, 700-yard games against them. Right. They're, um, that's so how you beat them over the top. The show, I don't think the show's anymore, to be honest with you, but uh, – Sports Talk 916, our friends, they were the first people who ever listened to us out in Sacramento, 49ers fans, and Greg uh, Verosa wrote me this week, and he said, I'm nervous. He said, you guys are complete. You have a complete team, and our secondary has been mediocre at best. Well, you, right. should, you should be nervous. But I just, I just hope that the Eagles don't overcompensate in game planning to like, do force things that don't work. Because they are trying to exploit weaknesses or something, I think they. I think they're going to run the ball. Yeah, like the edge here is coaching. The well, edge here our is special coaching. teams, right? I'm, I'm going to say they're probably even special teams. Right, I, right, I don't know right, much right. about their. No, I mean they, they talked their, about the kicker. They, you know, well, it's Gould. Robbie Gould's really good, right? <laughs> so he probably has a little bit of an edge. Their punters, I mean, maybe their punter apparently is having a Pro Bowl year. Their okay. returners maybe a little bit. So I think they get the edge on special teams okay. for what it's worth. Yeah, I don't know much about their special teams. Jake Elliott's money, dude. Yeah, I know, but gold, money. gold's gold's maybe even more money than than Elliot. He's money. I mean, it's not. I call it out of time. It's not a slight against Elliot. It's just gold's that's, been that's a tie. at it for a long, long, long time, man. He's. Yeah. he's I mean, he's, it's it's fine. It, they're they're both really good. Um, if, it, if it's an edge, it's slight. Okay. Yeah. Um, Two things come from San Francisco: the 49ers and Metallica, and they both suck. <laughs> We're winning this game, dude. Like what the we're fuck winning. did you just say? <laughs> did I just hear you say? So Sam, uh, the safety, no, yeah. I, I, Shut I the fuck up! And then safety, I think you get the edge to the Eagles too, right? Uh, What was it? Safety. Oh, the Eagles, yeah. I'm hey, sorry, here. Sean. I mean, no, Mr. Hetfield has something to say to you. So fucking what? <laughs> uh, safety... Yeah, I'm, I, with with, John, with Johnson back, who led the league in interceptions despite mo- missing the last five games of the year. Yeah, right. I'm gonna, I'm going to give that to the Eagles. Um, That's a slight, a yeah. slight edge. Uh, coaching, um, they talked about this on CBS. I agree with them. Uh, Shanahan's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, They're a little bit more dynamic. D'Amico Ryan's one defensive coach of the year. Right. right I, I, I don't. You, I don't hate Gannon as much as some people do. But no, I don't either. He. You just don't know. You don't know. But like they need guys, a, That's they, why you got to pick the 49ers coaching staff with the edge. But right. uh, Shane Sy- Sykin and, and uh, 
Jonathan Gannon need to call the best games of their careers to win this game. Honestly, they they both have to have very sound, very aggressive game plans. You cannot just let Brock Prod, Brock, Brock Purdy pick you out underneath because that's all he's going to do. They're yeah. not they're not going to go over the top on you. They're, that's not they they can't. Debo, now both receivers are capable of it, but they won't do it. They're going to pick you apart underneath like yeah. Tom Brady does, right? Right. Um, I'm not yeah, it's that. a dink and dunk pass game. Like, they're not going to go over the top. You're not going to be able to go over the top against the Eagles. No, you can't. So the Eagles got to be able to – the Eagles got to force Brock Purdy to win <laughs> the game. Uh, Dave Peterson said, hey, Gary, Eagles winning. Nothing else matters. That's – giddy up. <laughs> giddy up. So I think that we just went through it, and I think we have the Eagles probably with one more. The Eagles had the quarterback. One or two, yeah. Quarterback, wide receiver, offensive line, defensive line. Secondary corner, corner safety, and safety. That's six, and then to their tight end, tight end, running back, running back, linebackers, linebackers, special teams, and coaching, and coach six to five. Like this, it's it, even. Like it's, it's even. This is going to be a fun fucking game. I hope so, man. It's going to be. It's not going to be a blowout. Like you, you're going to be at the edge of your seat. Like come on, you motherfuckers. Like that. Like this is going to be fun. Like the beers will be flowing that night. No, oh, easily, absolutely. Yeah. Before, before Ed, I mean, we still have a little bit of time before Ed comes on, but I just, I don't want to forget about this. In case you missed it last week, um, Brandon Graham <laughs> went went to the on the uh, the uh, the circle fifty yard line with Brent Selleck and uh, Malcolm Jenkins, and I forget who the other, I forget who the other honorary captain was, talking shit to the Giants, and it's awesome. So here's the uh, here's the audio from that. Oh yeah, boy, we running right at you, nine seven. We running right at you, and you know not to run this way. Hey, hey, I'm on that throwing arm all day, hey. Yeah. Keep talking this shit. We running right at you, nine seven. You look like you tired from this this week. Uh huh. I know. I'm gonna be watching. Watch me. <laughs> you gonna know. Selleck's laughing. I know. 2-6. Yeah, you better be focused because you know what's up. You feel 5-5 five, five one time. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I know. I hope you try to chip, boy. You're going to hurt yourself. So here's Kelsey on the sideline. <laughs> right? I love DG. Tell DG, stop dancing on the I'm playing, all right? Get you to stop scaring up the fucker I'm playing. That, <laughs> so he said that funny. after the game. He goes, doesn't he know that that's the guy I'm going against? And he, all he's doing is pissing him off. <laughs> it was awesome, man. The whole way. And it, Daniel Jones just showed how much of a pussy he is, right? Because the whole time, Daniel Jones shakes BG's hand and he just puts his head down. Just puts his head down. Looks away. And then I guess the, uh, whoever that 90, 96 was, the, the defensive tackle, I forget his, his name, but Keep talking that shit. He's like, I'm gonna keep talking that shit. Yeah. Although, I mean, what is what's Daniel Jones gonna say to Brandon Graham? Like, what is he gonna do? Nothing. Yeah, all right, man. Like, yeah. Like, you think Jalen Hurts really get involved in that? Jalen Hurts, but man, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, exactly. Better stay focused. Two six. <laughs> Barkley. Yeah. You feel fifty five one time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it, dude. Yeah. And Brandon Graham. The best part is. Brandon Graham is such a nice guy. Like, that's the best part. It's not, not like, when he's on the field. 
No, but he he, but he's he still chirps annoys. a lot. He chirps, but he's not a he's not an asshole. Like he's chirping, but he's not an asshole. He's not, um, he's not someone that's gonna punch you in the face. No, like, he's not like a cheap shot guy. He's, he's not, it's it's yeah. a part of the game yeah. for him. He's so he's such a nice dude, and like after yeah, I'm talking my shit, and then after the game, I'm gonna shake their hands and hug them. Right? You know, he's like I'm a you know that's just the way he is, man. Yeah. Did they um, I'm uh Let's just talk about Bridgie for a second. Like, we know the draft, and yes. we know who you want it. You know, the safety out of Seattle, and we're all like, oh, man, we, we could have had him, and blah, 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 and they take fucking Brandon Graham instead, and we were pissed off, and we're comparing their, their careers, and BG wasn't exactly. He didn't well, start his, out great. His first two years, you were like, what the fuck? This guy's a bust. Yeah. And you're like, oh, man. Here you are 10 you're years like, later. Open your mouth wide and take it. And that's pretty much what we're doing. <laughs> you know, we're watching a, a potential Hall of Fame career going on over on the other side. I mean, I don't know if Thomas is a Hall of Fame. I don't think he is. I don't, I don't think he is. But he's, you know, he's, uh, he, he had a couple of Pro Bowl seasons before BG did anything. And, you know, right. it got a little concerning. You're like, oh, man, you know, this isn't. This but I, isn't think Brandon, I think Brandon Grant surpassed him now. Uh, yes. Like and yeah. he's actually he's played longer. Mm-hmm. He had the biggest play. Well, I mean that alone. Of the Super Bowl win. Mm-hmm. Look what happened to him last season. That injury that he had last season. And, and he, he came back. He came back. Yeah. And he wasn't even announced as a comeback player of the year. Like, it, mm. um, Geno Smith wasn't hurt last year, so maybe he should have been most improved player. Right? Why is he in comeback player of the year? He should have been most improved. I mean, player. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Well, if wait they a had, minute. I, I forget what they're. It's, no, it doesn't fucking matter. They're, they're, like, that, Geno the Smith comeback had a players, phenomenal year. He did. He took the, them to the playoffs. The yeah. comeback player of the year is so subjective because there's so many different ways that you could, like you're saying, it could be somebody coming back from injury. It could be somebody coming back from a yeah, like really G- bad G- year. James Connor had cancer, right? Right. And he comes back and has a great year and, you know. Coach of the year. He had fucking T-1000 chasing him all year. <laughs> you know, the whole thing. I and mean, he was all right. He went there. Have you I seen, tried to ignore that part of it, but he went there. Have you seen this, boy? I'll be back. Ah, oh, man. I just want you guys to know, too. But how about this? Our very own Howie Roseman, Executive of the yeah. Year. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, let's talk about that for a second. He, like, all the moves that he made, Kazir White wasn't a bad move. Signing Hassan Reddick to what ended up being a pretty decent deal mm-hmm. was, phenomenal, was an efficient move. That, and, and yeah. like, it was the I only move that, that, he threw, that he And everybody sat there. After they made that move and said, that's all you're going to do, mm-hmm. that and Zach Pascal. And, and I sat go, there and I'm and like. What, what does he do next? Yeah. He sits and be, he sits and he's patient. Right. He's patient because let everybody else throw money at Christian Kirk. Right. He's yeah. eating his Chris Chickies. He's scratching his nuts. Yeah. He's watching what's going on. He so, just, oh, it's he, draft day. Right. And then he trades. Before draft day, he swindles the Saints to get an extra first-round pick next year, which ended up going from, like, 18 this year to 10 next year, and an extra second-round pick. And I think he got, like, a third or something. Like, he swindled yeah. the Saints. Yeah. And, he, and they, he, he got a phenomenal player in, in return. Well, oh. no, that, that was that. He swindled the Saints just for the draft capital. So he and fucked them twice. No, just the Saints. Oh, well, the, yes, he yeah. did. Yeah, he did. You're mm-hmm. right. We'll get to that. Yeah. Then on draft day – he trades for A.J. Brown, which we all looked at and we're like, That's, <laughs> like, that I, looks like a I good never, move. I remember just sitting there 
And I'm like, what? Yeah, and like, I'm like, no matter who you draft at 18 or 17, whatever pick that was, 18 or 17, whatever. How did you I'm do like, this? You just got a better, like, because you know you're getting with you, A.J. Yeah. Brown. You're getting one of the top I didn't five realize, to seven wide receivers in the yeah, NFL. Yeah, I didn't realize he was that. I, I thought, I was like, man, but you got to pay him right away. This doesn't, like, but. Yeah. And they worked yeah, it out. It, it worked, it worked uh, perfect, man, right? I, I, was, was, I was all about that. The Roseman's sitting there looking at everybody else. Oh, yeah, man. I had my shit washed in, bro, big time. And then you see the trade, and they're like, yo, man, can we get some of those those uh, draft stock? I got uh, these here cheeseburgers. Yeah. He's like, nah, I'm good. He's like, nah, I'm good. I, That's what I, he said. He said, ew. 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 Um, he said, "No, I'm good. No, no, I I got my own plan going on here. Right. So right. then he, in he, my office, I'm good. The Steer White trade, and then all of a sudden he goes in, and Bradbury becomes available. Bradbury, a Pro Bowl caliber player, about comes avail becomes available from the Giants, and he swoops right in and grabs him on another great team friendly deal. Wait, is this right? So Dave, Dave Peterson said during the last game that Eagles had to go to silent count because it was so loud." This week's going to be even louder for sure. In their home stadium, they had to go on sound. Wow. I didn't hear that. I didn't know that, Dave. That's uh, that's wild. Uh, you would D- think on offense it would be a little bit quieter. And Dave gave his um, his prediction. Hold that okay. till later. All right. I'll hold it till later. Yeah, All right. Yeah. All right. I'll remember it. Um, that's close about one. five minutes before our guest comes on. Yep. So, yeah. Um, and then he gets Bradbury. And we're like, Jesus, mm-hmm. like, all of a sudden you're like, wow, this, this team could be, could be special. Like, Roseman's really done a good job. Mm-hmm. And that was before, out of nowhere, right before the season started, he swooped in and traded for Gardner Johnson. Mm-hmm. Which, when he made that, I mean. Another it was like It was like deal. cherry on top. We got a safety. Because, like, you weren't sure if Maddox was going to play. Like, you didn't know what they were going right. to do. It, um, who's it, was, it was the one position that we were, like, at Ch- the end Javon of it. It was, a, it was like. It was literally the last position that we sat there like, if oh. we just had this. Yeah, uh, Peterson said, Jason Kelsey said it today, that he had, they had to go to silent count. So they're expecting it to be louder. By the way, speaking of that, not to, I'm sorry. We'll, we'll come back to that. Well, I mean, second. that's a great problem to have. Not but, but, really. Not on offense. But Debo Samuel. Sure it is when you put up 38 fucking points. Debo well. Samuel comes out and says, uh, yeah, you know, we're expecting it to be loud, but our stadium's louder. Really? San, San Francisco yeah, has no. never – Never, I've never heard of them. I've been on a list with the Philadelphia Eagles as being the most rowdiest fans. There's no way they've never been on a list, dude. They're from California. Okay, I was out there last year. Nice people, great people, great fans. I was wearing an Eagles jersey. They were wearing a 49ers jersey. It was a Sunday. Actually, In it was, the city, right? And like, oh, yeah, you know, because they were out. They were kind of tinkering on the playoff picture. So were the Eagles. <clears throat> we were both in the same. Yeah, we got a game, and they're all laid back, and uh, yeah, you know, dude, come on, they. I'm sorry, they do not compare to the Philadelphia fan base. I am sorry. Yeah, great fans, great people. Again, I'm not, I'm not, you know, yeah, you're not, I'm not bashing them. Yeah. They do not compare to the craziness, dude. Last week, the Eagles game was at eight o'clock on a Saturday, which we all know was. It, like we're all like, yeah, dude. They opened up let's the do they, it. they opened up the, the parking lot <laughs> at three o'clock. Eagles fans are like, nah, fuck that. Wings are playing at noon. Their stadium opens up at eight a.m. I'm buying fucking wings tickets. Yep, 
So they bought lacrosse, the Wings Y'all lacrosse down there drinking and tickets. They, Twelve hours before the game, they got into the parking lot because they bought tickets to the lacrosse game and stayed in the parking lot. How genius is that? Like that's yeah. just, that's just beyond. Like that's Philadelphia. Yeah, that's what we do. As Elton John would say, Philadelphia freedom. Dude, I, see, oh my God, it's awesome. <laughs> Polsky, mushroom eating twats. Oh, San Fran fans. Uh, no, <laughs> no, that's fucking rice aroni. That fucking chip bag is rice aroni. Yeah, great town though, man. Rice aroni, the San Francisco treat. So yeah, anyway, um, get out of here with your rice and your fucking trolley. Although, you fucking chip bag, best fucking Chinese food I ever had. Uh, oh my god. Yeah. Amazing. I, we walked in and I'm like looking around, right? <laughs> Did I ever tell you? No. Dude, we're sitting we're sitting there, right? And there's pictures of Keanu Reeves and all these fucking people that have so been. So in San Francisco, Actually, cream of some young guy's better than it is in Philly. Oh dude, wait. <laughs> yeah, because it's more flavorful. It's all that rice. So it's the uh, sea air from the Golden Gate Bridge in the <laughs> Pacific. So, um, <laughs> so, we're sit- so we're sitting there, and we get this fucking bowl. Actually, it was with SG Carter. He was with us. It was a House of Nikang or something like it was called. Something like Nikang. that. Nikang. House of Nikang. Nikang. They actually filmed part of the last John Wick movie there, too. Um, but uh, anyway, so we're in there, and uh, the, the owner comes out. And, he, and he's, oh, no, 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 no. It takes our menus away. No, no, no. I get you. I get you. <laughs> you Comes back with all this food. We're like, what the fuck is this? You it? fucky sucky for two bucks. So it's like a, a I don't know what it was. It's like a bread, something out of bread, but it was like cushiony, right? <laughs> so my wife goes, is this edible? And he goes, yeah. Yeah, it's edible. You suck it up. No, he goes, what do you think I do? Give you construction material? You eat it. You eat it. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. It was funny. We're like, I'm like, ah! Dude, it was amazing. It was so good. Um, best Chinese food I ever had. Wow. Nice. Yeah, it was So awesome. what made him think to, like, come out and, like, just... He knew we were out. He knew we were never there before. Like, he could tell, you know, okay. like, we were never there. He appreciated the fucking foreigners were at his restaurant. Mm. Yeah, did he? He was like, oh, you ever been here before? Like, no. He's like... Oh, I hook you up. I yeah, hook you yeah, up. Yeah. And, and, dude, he did. And it was food. Dude, bowls. I mean, bowls of food, like rice. Like, in bowls you can wrap your arms around. It was crazy. Wow. Couldn't wrap your arms around. I'm sorry. And he kept bringing it out, bringing it out. Bring, I'm like, God damn. It was, it was great. Nice. Um, but anyway, that's enough of me blowing that city. That's the end of that for this week. Uh Dominica Sue played in two Super Bowls. Sue said neither compared with what he experienced last Saturday night when the Eagles won. Nice. Over the Giants. Right. Nice. That is oh, that's right. We didn't even talk about the, the moves that he made. I, I forget the other uh, guy. That, yeah, like, Dominica Sue and, uh, and um, the other fucking line. I can't. Live all Joseph. Joseph, thank you. Hey, jo- you don't even hear Joseph's name anymore. No. Well, not And, and really Robert hard. Quinn, who yeah. finally, I guess he was hurt. He's back now. Yeah, who's hasn't still Again, hasn't done anything? But. They're the only team that they have all twenty-two starters healthy and ready to go on Sunday. Yeah. All right, so we got about another minute or two before Ed joins us. Ed Kratz from Sports Illustrated will be joining us. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure we're going to recap some of these things about the executive yeah, of the year. Why Squidward's? Well, we have we have a limited amount of time. He's, right. he's pretty busy, so we have a limited amount of time with him. Did you got a piece? Piece? No, not yet. I'll, I'll grab. All right. Actually. Actually, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to welcome on right now the man 
as he's fixing his camera. Let me wait. Let me wait because I'm going to wait until he gets set up. The man from Sports Illustrated covers the Philadelphia Eagles. He is the, he is the guy. He joins us often, and we love it every time. Mr. Ed Kratz, salute, Ed. my man. Fellas, good to see you. Yeah, you too, Good to see man. you, man. How, How fired you? up are you? Uh, I'm looking forward to this game. There's no yeah. doubt, man. I can't, you know, two really good teams, and this is probably the matchup we all wanted to see. I, mean, I would like to have seen Dallas, actually. But well, you would like to see Dallas because we could we could beat Dallas more easily. <laughs> oh, you think? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I just – that rivalry would be great, man, just to yeah. see, the, you know, round three of that one. Oh, but. yeah. 49ers are good. Eagles are good. It's going to be a heck of a game. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Ed, because, um, you know, we uh, – yeah, it would have been – it would have just brought that whole, um, you know, rivalry up even another notch, if it's even possible. Like, it would have. But um, That would have been yeah. stressful. And because uh, – no, you think so? Against Dallas? Yeah, but I don't – I would have had less concern. Like, I think we could have handled Dallas. I think so, too. Um, I think the 49ers. But anyway, our guess is on. So, Ed, um, let's get out of your unlimited time. You're busy this week, man. We really appreciate As always, we appreciate you coming yeah, on. Yeah, but especially this week when I know your head's on a swivel kind of doing all yeah. kinds of stuff, I'm sure. Yeah, it's it's been crazy, man, championship week. It's, you try to up your game, and then you realize, man, it's been such a long season. Yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, you think about it. And I just have to, you know, write it and go in the locker room and stuff. I haven't had to put pads on every day or hit each other like the, the players have. I mean, I can't imagine, you know. I mean, it's been six months since the end of July yeah. this season's been going on, really, with training camp starting. That's a long, that's a darn long year. Yeah, for sure. So, um, let's look at the matchup. We we went through the positions and stuff, and uh, – yeah. We had six to five, like going positions, you know, in the Eagles' favorite. So it's slight. Um, we'll give our predictions later. But um, is there anything inside right now? Because like this is true, right? Like, all twenty-two starters are healthy for the Eagles and playing in this yeah. game. That's in. That's unheard of at this point in the season, right? Uh, yeah. So so hats off to Sirianni and his crew. They've they did it right. Like anyone who crit- criticized them for the practice uh, regiments and stuff. Right, yeah, not being quite as physical in the practices and stuff. To, yeah. Right, yeah. I mean, looks like the right approach now, uh, right? I mean, it, like I said, six months, and you say there's 22 guys, all, all their starters are healthy and playing. I mean, not all of them are fully healthy. Like Lane Johnson, obviously, he's got the groin, groin tear and, you know, hurts his shoulders, still ailing a bit. Levante Maddox with the toe. But, I mean – I was I was old school back in the summer. I'm thinking, man, these practices are pretty soft, and they're you know they need to put the pads on and hit. I hear you. We saw what the Lions were doing on Hard Knocks. Remember back in August, watching Hard Knocks, and Dan Campbell's got them, you know, banging heads and pads pads every day. And um, I think this Eagles approach is the right way. If you're looking big picture, if you have a team that you think can be playing football. At the end of January, then that that's the way to do it, man. It's a, it's a marathon season, and I think you might see more teams start doing it that way. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I really um, – I guess my first question is uh, we've seen Hurts play last week, but he didn't really seem to need to do much because obviously the, the Eagles outclassed the Giants by far. You, you said his, his shoulders are – how do you think he's – how do you think he truly is? I think he's, I think he's fine. Be honest. Um, 
part of me wonders, you know, if, if they're not just playing this up at this point, you know, to make the other team think, oh, he's, he's hurting, you know, we can get him. Um, but he checked two big boxes last week. Obviously, you wanted to see if he could throw a deep ball, and he checked that box on the second play, right? The deep pass to Devontae Smith, 40 yards, beautiful throw. And then the second box you wanted to see was him take a hit on that shoulder, and that was something I, we saw, I think it was on the third touchdown drive, that mm-hmm. he, you know it was a designed run, and he took off. He gained – it was inside the red zone. He gained eight or nine yards and then got walloped by, like, three giant defenders. Uh, got right up. You know, no sign of, you know, any pain or anything in the shoulder. So, uh, check two boxes right away in that game. And, and that is encouraging to me going forward. He didn't have to do much in the passing game because they were just running all over the Giants. But um, he'll do a little bit more this this week, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, um, I, would, I would think so. Right, yeah. right, right, right. At my, so, my, my uh, thing here is uh, that you said the two boxes. I'm going to check number three. The kid, the kid mentally. Like, there's just – I haven't seen anything like this kid throughout yeah. the entire NFL this season. Like, the, his mental status is just above and beyond. He, he's just such a, a – he's just mature, really, beyond, you know, his 24 years. You know, his whole demeanor is, you know, he, he you wonder if he's having any fun, you know. Like, he's just <laughs> so serious all the time. And and, and you're right, his, his mental strength is, is amazing. You know, he's – you know, he's really a triple threat with his legs, his arm, and his mind, the way he can beat you. And uh, that's something that, you know, when you compare him to, like, say, Carson Wentz, like, you know, just doesn't have that mental acumen that Hurts has. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the players love that, man. These, these guys love Jalen Hurts, and they love the leadership that he brings and that even-keeledness and um, just low-key. Uh, I've never seen anything like it. As far as you know, someone that plays that position and is the way he is. Yeah, he don't let that rat poison get to him. Nah, yeah. <laughs> he's a, he's a t-shirt designer's dream, man. Yeah, right. Deposits and his, you know, got to pay that rent every day. Pay the rent, keep the main thing, the main thing. Rat poison. I mean, you know, if you're making t-shirts out there, he's giving you a lot to work with. Yeah, he's helped us a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and speaking of that, I mean. You know, Sirianni comes out last week after the Eagles absolutely throttled the Giants, which is great to see because we needed – I think the fan base needed to see an ass-kicking like that to feel better, right? Because, like – I know had, you did. I felt all right. I know you were worried. Well, no, no, because I said if they came out barely beating the Giants, going against the 49ers, I think – now, again, it doesn't matter how we feel. Like, let's be honest. Doesn't, but it gives you a little more confidence. I think it gives the team more confidence to say we can take care of this team. Um, meaning the 49ers. But if, you know, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, so after the game, Sirianni comes out, and we're just talking about Hurts' mentality, and, and makes a comparison that a lot of people are kind of raising an eyebrow on. He said he's like our Michael Jordan. And, but then you, when you sit here and you, and you think about it, like Ed's, Ed's been covering the team for a long time. He said he's never seen a quarterback with this kind of mindset, right? That's the thing that I think Sirianni's talking about. It's it's that it's the hyper focus, and it's the leadership quality. It's not he's not saying that Hurts is the greatest to ever play the position. That's not what he's saying. Good point. Yeah, he's saying it's the leadership, the mentality, the way he looks at things, the way he studies. Like he went to give the guys a day off, and and uh, you know, and Hurts goes after they cl- you know get clinched the uh, bye, and Hurts like, nah, 
I want to watch video. I didn't play well enough. Yeah, I'll I be there at 5 a.m. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. all right, fine, you know. I mean, I think that's fair, right? I mean, I think that's a fair assessment of what he was trying to say. I, yeah, and I, and I would even throw out the fact that Hertz just has that same desire that Jordan has to be great, to be the best that he, you know, in the game. Mm. And and that that is something that Jordan had this unquenchable desire to be. And, and I would say Hertz has the same unquenchable desire. Now, is his skill set Michael Jordan's? Probably not. But listen, you can do a lot with what he has, mm. um, you know, the skill set he possesses. So. Uh, they're going to pay him. They're going to pay him a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah he's going to get fifty million. Yeah, I mean, and that's when that's when it's going to be interesting to see what he could do because then they're not going to have the money to put the weapons around them the way that they can right. now. But well, you know what? Well, yeah, but that's not true because AJ Brown's already signed. Devontae's in his second year. They're they're okay there. Yeah, I mean, they're okay yeah. for for a couple years. Um, but how we re. Uh, Stacking the cupboard with the draft picks and what he did to work that on top of everything else that he's done to be an executive of the year puts them in good position to be able to get some guys on the cheap that are top-level players, too. So that's helpful when they're going to have to pay them, too. Yeah, I mean, you, you look at that Devontae Smith class. They got Landon Dickerson, Landon Dickerson uh, Milton Williams, who I think you know is getting better. Um, hasn't touched his ceiling yet. And Kenny Gainwell, you know, good players that came in that draft. And, you know, he already re-upped the 2018 class with Goddard and Maddox and Nalata, Sweat. Um, and this class he just had could be kind of something along those lines that you're going to want to use as a couple foundational pieces after their contracts run out. The Deans, you know, the Davis, year, yeah, the Jurgens, all yeah, that. Jordan, yeah. yeah, right, Jordan Davis. Uh, good pick. Um, but, you know, they don't have a lot of picks next year. They were in the spring, I should say. They don't have a lot of picks. They have two in the first round, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a second and a third, but I don't think they have a fourth, fifth, and a sixth. Then they have a seventh. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, but, but two at least firsts are pretty picks. good. Yeah, at least they're the high picks. Yep. Yeah. And you know what? The thing is that with that tenth pick, if they really didn't like the fact that they don't have a lot – May not be the worst thing in the world for them to trade back and, and restock those fourth, fifth. Yeah, because you know, because when you're when you're drafting tenth and thirty uh, <clears throat> second, you know, maybe you can trade that. 30 Maybe thirty first or thirty uh, thirty one, because that's right. Because Miami, Miami, yeah, yeah, yeah. Miami, yeah. Miami lost their pick. That's right. So thirty first. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And you see what I did there, Ed? Right? You see what I'm, you see what I'm doing? There, yeah, right? yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping up. With <laughs> Ed, you were there last week, um, obviously. How yeah. loud was it? Because we're we're hearing like our our buddy here, Dave, uh, was chiming in saying that the Eagles actually had to go to silent count. Kelsey had uh, uh, confirmed that they had to go with silent count in their home stadium because of how loud it was. And then you hear Debo saying, ah, uh, "We they're nowhere compared to Levi." Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Listen, I've been to Levi Stadium when the Eagles played there a few years ago, and I don't remember being you know blown away by the noise, but. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the playoffs. It was just a regular season game. So the place was loud. I mean, you know, I'm behind glass in the press box, so it's kind of hard to get a gauge most times. But, you know, that noise reverberated inside the press box Mm. behind the thick glass that they have uh, that they make us look look through to watch the game. So uh, there's no question it was loud. Was it as loud as the NFC title game back in 2017? No, that Mm -hmm. was that was bananas. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and I expect that it's going to be even, you know, crazier loud on Sunday against the 49ers. And, you know, Debo, you know, I think he's going to be, you know, he's going to have one of those whoa moments like Jonathan Gannon talked about this week when, you know, he came, he was part of that coaching staff for the Vikings in 2017. And he said during warmups, the place was already full. And him and Harrison Smith, the safety, kind of looked at each other and you could see their look in their eyes and they both said, whoa. At the same time, like they were, they knew they were in one of the loudest environments they've ever been in. And that was coming off the game, the miracle, the Minneapolis miracle yeah. from the week yeah. before. Walk off TD from Diggs when Minnesota Stadium was going bananas. Mm. And Sir, uh, Gannon said that that game in the NFC Championship was louder than the Minneapolis miracle mm. in Minnesota. So uh, I imagine it's going to be, you know, off the charts on Sunday. So I know we have we have you for a limited amount of time. Um, uh, so let's get at it this week, uh, Sunday. You know you're you're looking at this game. Uh, you know you have the you know more ins and outs than than we do. Um, you know what do you what are you kind of expecting? I mean, what do you what are you thinking? What's your prediction? Like you know when you're looking at certain matchups, you know what are you looking for? Uh, and then how do you think yeah. they're going to come out? Yeah, like you guys said, it's pretty even matchup wise across the board, right? Um, except the quarterback. I mean, I just, it's so hard to see a rookie quarterback come in and, and with 70,000 people that are going to be in his ear and a pass rush that has 75 sacks that's going to be in his face. I mean, I just, I don't see a Brock Purdy coming in and being able to manage that. I just, I just don't. And, you know, he may end up being a good quarterback. He's 7 and 0 as a starter. Um, and you guys probably know the stats. I mean, there have been four rookie quarterbacks that uh, all lost in a title game. You know, you start with Sean King and then Ben Roethlisberger lost as a mm-hmm. rookie in a title game. Joe Flacco and Mark Sanchez, those are the four that got to this point as mm-hmm. rookies and couldn't get over the hump. So, you know, now you have that historical trend that you're trying to buck if you're Brock Purdy. Um, so, you know, that's the biggest advantage of the matchups is Hurts, in my opinion. Now, you know, you could say, well, hey, the 49ers have the playoff experience. This is their third trip uh, to the NFC title game in four years. They were there last year, lost to the Rams in L.A. Um, Not in this hostile city. (laughs) Yeah, I know, and that you're right. And those two teams, that's like Eagles-Giants playing, right? They match up. They're familiar. Um, You know, they're not as familiar with the Eagles. Um, And offsetting kind of that playoff experience, I think, is – Obviously, Kelsey Graham, Cox, and, and uh, Lane Johnson, those guys, invaluable. The leadership mm-hmm. they provide, just invaluable. And they know they've been down this road before, and the younger guys are leaning on them. And then you have guys like Hertz and Landon Dickerson and Devontae Smith and Jordan Davis, these young guys who have played in huge games in college. You know, they've played in national championship games. I mean, they know yeah. uh, what they need to do physically and mentally to get ready for this. So that might offset some of the advantage you think the Niners have. That's a good point. Um, yeah. And then I like the the fact that the Niners aren't very good on the explosive plays. You know, they're, they're bottom five in the in the 25-plus yards allowed uh, per play. You know, they give up big plays. That's what I'm trying to say. 25-plus mm-hmm. yards. They're terrible at, at, at doing that. So the Eagles can take advantage of that. This could be a game – for like a Quez Watkins to get deep, um, 
to get A.J. Brown loose on the plus side of the field for, you know, another 40-yard touchdown from, from uh, Hurts to Brown because they just don't do a good job of covering deep. Yeah, their um, secondary is not – it's it's very well, it's, it's, mediocre. It, they lead the league in interceptions with 20. I mean, that's that's they do take the ball away. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I think you need to set up that deep stuff with the running game. I think they're going to have to try to run the ball get those 49er defenders to come up a little bit, and then you hit them over the top deep. Even though um, they have a good run defense. You have yeah, to. right. You, you, have you to. still have to try to run the yep. ball. You can't say we're not going to run and give it to Sanders twice in the first half and run it ten times. Like We've seen some of those game plans before, and you, I don't think you want that sort of game plan in this game. You're going to have to try to run it to get them uh, to, to get them to kind of creep toward the line a little bit and then, bam, go over their heads. Especially in an NFC title game, you're going to go to Jason Kelsey and say, yeah, Jason, you're going to, you're going to do a lot of pass blocking. You're not going to be doing any run blocking today. He's, right. he's going to like, he's going to be like, what? Are you serious? Like, this is our bread and butter. This is what we love to do, and this is what we've done well all year. This is what got us in the playoffs last year. Well, don't let's right. not forget the first time in his career, Kenneth Gainwell had 100 yards. Oh, last week. Yeah, he had a good In the playoffs. He had a, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna do everything they can to run the ball. I, I firmly believe that, Ed. Um, they, they ran it against them in the regular season last year, week two, when the 49ers came here. They ran it for, I think, 140 some mm-hmm. yards. Um, obviously, a different team, you know. And, and something that illustrates that is if you look at who the top Eagle tacklers were in that game, they're not even with the team anymore. You know, mm-hmm. it was Alex Singleton led the team in tackles that day with 11. It was Eric Wilson had 10. Anthony Harris had 10. Wow. And Bernard Avery had seven. I mean, those guys aren't even here yeah. anymore. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So uh, I don't know how much stock you, you can put in that game, but the, the bottom line is they ran the ball against a defense that for the Niners is still pretty much the same. With yeah. success. Um, with success, right. Yeah. And I think that they're going to have some success if they decide to stick with it. If the game, which I think will be kind of close, um, to maybe keep the Niners' offense off the field, you're going to have to establish a little ball control, and you're going to have to do that with the run game. So, Ed, before before we let you go, uh, we got to have we got to uh, predictions. Can you do it? Can you do it here? I don't know because you probably have an article coming out. Yeah, I can. I don't, you know, right, okay. Do all right. You know, um, yeah, I, I think the Eagles win. I think you know it's funny when you look at that 2017 game. I don't remember what my prediction was back against the you know when they played the Vikings, but. It's a lot of similarities. The Vikings came in as the two seed, like the Niners are. The Eagles were the one seed then, and they are now. And the Vikings defense was ranked first overall, like the 49ers is. The quarterback wasn't real strong in Case Keenum, just like Brock Purdy. And the Eagles blew him out. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if the Eagles win like 27 to 10 mm-hmm. in this game. But I just think the 49ers roster is too good to let a game like that get away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think it's going to be close. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just, you know, McCaffrey's has a touchdown in like seven straight games. Yeah. You know, their offense has had a different leading receiver, I think, in the last four games with IU and Debo one game, you know, one game. So, I mean, Kittle, yeah. they're, they're, they're a complete team, and so are the Eagles. So, I'm thinking it's probably going to be my final score pick would be Eagles 24, 49ers 20, 24-20 Eagles, Ooh. and, uh, yeah. you know, Arizona they go. Nice. That'd be awesome. Hey, <laughs> um, we're we're gonna let you go. Um, you know, again, we we really appreciate you coming out. Um, hey, I, I, I promise it would only be a short one. Uh, Alexander, how busy you are, man. Um, yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, we'll do something if they get to the Super Bowl. Let's uh, let's do something. 
you know, over oh, those two weeks. We're 100%. in. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I also – We'd ask you what you're drinking, but you're probably too busy to have drinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't, I haven't started yet. I'm still trying to wrap up one one more story and then, you know, maybe have a nightcap or two or there three. There you go. Um, yeah. yeah. I also appreciate the uh, kind words uh, this week. Uh, thank you. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely, man. I yep. appreciate it. I, I, I've been down that road, and I, I know how it goes, so – yeah, thank you. Thoughts with you, man. Thanks, man. Thanks, Ed. Right. We appreciate it. You got it, guys. Ed Kratz, Sports Illustrated. Awesome. Thank Cheers, you. man. Cheers, Go brother. Eagles. Go Birds. Cheers, fellas. All right. Take care, man. Ed Kratz joining us. Good guy, man. We love him. He, uh, he's such a – dude, every time, every time I ask him, hey, Ed, can you join – hey, just for a few minutes, I know you're bit... – yeah, can I do 15? Absolutely. And he'll find out, say, hey, man, it's going to be tough. I really can't this week. Yeah. And it's rare. It's right. rare. But every time, dude. And, and I don't, you know like, I don't like keep asking that's him. Really, you know. That's really cool that you, you were respecting his time and, you know. Yeah, I had to. Yeah. Yeah, he, you know, he's got I'm sure he appreciates on. that. Yeah, he's super busy, man. I, I mean, um, it's two days before the Eagles championship game. Yeah. Like, like you know, you got you, – hey, we appreciate you coming home. Oh. We'll give you your time. Uh, we got all, all awesome Ed. Thank you, Mr. Kratz, the best. Uh, yeah, he is, man. He's he's and he's such a nice dude, um, and he's one of the few uh, reoccurring guests that we've had that has come on in studio. Yes, like he came in studio. I think and, he's and the only out. one that's come in studio. Yeah, yeah, I think you're. Is that true? I can't think of any other person that's any other like writer or. The thing that I like about him is yeah, when, when right. you make a comment or an opinion, like even if he disagrees with you. Like he he don't belittle you. He said, "Well, I can understand why you have that opinion, but let me explain to you why I think it's different." Yeah. yeah well, we, we've had we've had uh we've had other podcasters on. We've had a uh, like uh, Mark Drumheller. Yeah, you know, yeah He's yeah. a writer now. He he was on, but uh, yeah, I, I I see what you're saying. Yeah, we have Brian Dawkins on this fucking show. Yeah, but not in person. Yeah, but we're talking still. About yeah. No. Um. Oh, uh, it's I good thing it. it's a good thing he wasn't here in person. You see our boners. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, this bar was standing up to the ceiling. Yeah, it was. <laughs> we're like, did we just become best friends? Yep. I'm coming day and night. We got it all over. <laughs> we got it all over his shorts. Yeah. Would, oh, are you kidding me? Yeah, that's definitely how how that shit went. Man. That but no, you know what? The other thing is, I feel that Ed's not a homer. I, I feel that Ed's a straight shooter. He's not. He's he's cheering for the Eagles. He's rooting for the Eagles, but he's not like. But if he don't think the Eagles will win, he'll tell you. Yeah, I mean, he. I think he's going to shoot straight. Well, I, he's not going to. Yeah. That's why he's able to write for Sports Illustrated. Right. Right. Oh, scissor me timbers. For no reason. Just because okay. he haven't heard it in a while. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, uh, so, all right. So, let's get the predictions. Sean, you go first. All right. Because usually you gotta you got to wait. Yeah, yeah. No, okay. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go uh, Eagles 28. Uh, 49ers 24. I'm going a four-point game. Um, mm, kind of low scoring, but it's not going to be like – the Eagles are going to have like a 28-17 lead, and then the 49ers are going to score late. Like it, they're going to – I think it's going to be a really, really tight game for the first three quarters, and something happens in the fourth, the Eagles take a, a decent lead, you know, two-touchdown lead. So you're saying the Eagles are up two quarters and, and San Francisco comes back. Close. Yeah, they score like three minutes left or something, get it a little tight, and then the Eagles close it out. Right? I got gotcha. That's what I think. I, I, um, Dave Not Pe- too nerve-wracking? Okay. Dave Peterson, before you guys, I'm sorry. Dave yeah, Peterson said 24-21. Hurts, 
Hurts to Brown is going to be the thing of beauty, and Smith is going to be a beast. Goddard is going to go. Goddard is going to cause all kinds of issues across the middle. You know what, Dave? Um, if Goddard is able to uh, establish a um, you know a personality in this game, that guy across the middle, that's going to be a problem line, because it, like that 49ers linebacker across the middle, he's tough, dude. Like he's so, both of them are good. Like he's both so the inside good. guys are awesome. Like he's very good. If so he, if, if, if Goddard can do something, like that's yeah. danger. Danger, danger, danger. I can tell you right now, I would take the whatever Goddard's yardage total is, I'd take the under. I can tell you that right now. I I I think I think he might come through in a big spot or two. I Yeah, I think I, you're I, going like outside. Those, those linebackers are, are yeah. really good. You want to say I but, think but I think maybe they punch him in the mouth. Maybe. I think it's an I think it's an AJ Brown day. I think AJ Brown didn't get the ball a ton last week. Every mm-hmm. all, all the focus is gonna be on Smith to um have, like I think that they're, they're going to turn their focus on Smith, mm-hmm. and I think Brown, you know, is angry. He's going to want the ball. He's going to force himself to get open. He's going to be a force. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I like AJ Brown. I I can definitely see that. Oh man, Mark's got a even a tighter score. Twenty eight, twenty five. Yep. Eagles. Um, wow. Yeah, I I can totally see that too. All right, I'll go mine since yeah. Gary looks like he's uh, – He's fingering himself. Yeah. He's all right. <gasps> got it all over my shirt. <laughs> I, I think it's going to be a, a lot of field goals. Um, I'm going to say there's going to be five total field goals in this game. Okay. Um, I'm going to call Eagles 20, San Fran 23. What? 16. 2016. And you know what? You know what's messed up? Earlier, earlier in the day, I told people uh, 2316. Right. And then I changed it. And I'm, it's probably going to be more like 2316, something like that, because there's going to be field goals. Yeah. And I think about that now. 28, 24 means Eagles score four touchdowns and no field goals. That doesn't. That's not going to happen. They're going to kick field goals. Right. So my score is botched. You know? Can I switch mine? 2316. 2316. 2316. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that the. Uh, I think sorry. it's going to be. The Eagles are only going to be up by a point. They're going to get a later field goal. San Fran's going to have the ball last and have to score a touchdown, and they're, they're, they're just not going to. It's, oh. it's going to be, it's Dude, going that, to be gut-wrenching. But I'm going to go with my same scenario, though. Don't you scenario me, guy, that the Eagles are up 23 to, you know. 23 to 9 9 or something, or something yeah. and then they score and, you know, make it a little closer. But uh, I just don't, I just don't, I don't know, man. They're both really good offenses. I think that uh, I think the Niners end up being sixth. Eagles were second or first or whatever. Defense, 49ers were first. The Eagles were fifth. Um, maybe maybe sixth. But so it's it's even. Right. You know, I, but, again, I. But the uh, intangible is here. It's here and, and hurts. Jalen hurts. Yes, I, I agree with that. That's yeah. the whole thing that I thought of. It's like yeah, but we got hurts. Who's gonna? All right, coming it's out of the tunnel. Twelfth man. Coming out of the tunnel. Who's gonna be more nervous? Brock Purdy, absolutely. He's got like he has he got absolutely. Two weeks ago, they were talking about how nervous he was before the wild card game, and then took him a couple of throws to get settled in. And then last week, he looked like shit. Like yeah. I, I mean, he, they won the game nineteen to sixteen or whatever the fucking stupid score was nineteen to twelve or whatever. Right. They ain't winning the game like that here, and and because well, because the different again, the difference is the Eagles' defense is as good, if not better, 
than Dallas. The Eagles' offense is much better than Dallas' yes. offense. Yes, it is. Right. Dallas, Dallas has Elliott and Pollard. Elliot. And both of them are okay. Yeah. They got a good and then, offensive line. And then Pollard got hurt. Right, and then Pollard got hurt. Broken tibula. They got, and then they have Lamb. Broken Lamb's, Lamb is the equivalent of an A.J. Brown. Hey, I don't care. Lamb is an equivalent of an A.J. Brown. Really good receiver, but... Schultz isn't Goddard. Schultz had a good playoffs. He's not Goddard. And they don't have a Devontae Smith. I mean, they, I mean, Dallas just I think, isn't a I good think the wide receivers are clo- cl- a little closer. You like Gallup? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm talking about the uh, 49ers. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, you're right. No, so Dallas we're, does we're, not we're, have we're a going Devontae. All, we're going all around here. Can I get to my prediction? Yeah, Go yeah, ahead. I'm right. sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I, I'm I, I saw. Hey, remember when Gary was going to give his prediction? Remember Alex? Remember? Hey, hey, remember Ghostbusters? I remember! Let's go, offense! Pull your head out of your ass! I like the Eagles here 21 17. And it, it, it's back and forth. There's, no, there's, there's, there's not much scoring to the, you know, and then you get to the end of the fourth quarter, and I think it's, it's Jalen Hurts' legs that mm-hmm. takes the Eagles to the next to the step. They, so do you think that they're do you think they're down and Hertz scores a touchdown to give them the lead? I do. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. And you don't think they score Ooh. any field goals? No. Twenty one seventeen Eagles. Okay. Oh man. Like it's gonna be a nail biter. Yeah, uh, yeah, it is. That's gonna be really that's gonna be tight. Tight. Oh, yeah. Tight, tight, tight. My shit. That's gonna be really tight, man. I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. The uh, last, the last, the last ten minutes of the fourth quarter, Jalen Hurts earns that extension. We're all extension. He starts to come and then he pulls out. That's not the one he wanted. Also, uh, you know, we need uh, we need Lane Johnson to fucking come up big. That's it. I stuck my big black Johnson right down his goddamn throat. But no, but seriously, but, but Johnson's Lane, not. Black. Smells like Everclear alcohol, Marlboro cigarettes, and, and regret. And regret. This man smells like a pack of Marlboro cigarettes, uh, four shots of Everclear alcohol, and regret. No, but it's the truth. If uh, if Lane if if, uh, if Lane Johnson's healthy and he can stay, I mean, he played well last week. You saw him limping a little bit. There's nothing if, like a healthy he Johnson. Has, if he has, <laughs> if, if he Johnson's has, healthy, you can win. Yeah, you're, you're gonna you're gonna do pretty well. It's it's true. It's true. If, if Johnson's he, healthy, you can score. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, but if he, is that that's that's the name of our episode. If your Johnson's healthy, you can score. But if you, <laughs> even if your Johnson's sore, you can still score. With a sore Johnson, you can still score. <laughs> I don't know. Now we got a couple different titles yeah. to choose from. It doesn't matter. By the end of the night, we're not gonna remember any of them. That's anyway. why you got to write it down now. I can't. Why not? I just, I At can't. the end of the night, you're tripping over your Johnson. Yeah, that's true. That's the same as every day, too, Gar. Um, so, so uh, what do you want from me? You know, uh, maybe I'm she's sure. born with it. Maybe it's a big cock. Um, Polsky go <laughs> puts out, and Peterson said uh, about your. Pr- uh, we got to do something. Peterson said. Mike, please don't do that to me. My heart can't take it. Your prediction. Whew, I don't know if I could take that either, especially after the last uh, week or week and a half or so. And I, I, dude, how 
how awesome would it be if they if they do somehow blow them out? I, I don't see that. I, no. I, I, I'm sorry. I got to say it. I see this going two ways. Really tight game um, where, you know, the Eagles win. Because I don't see the Eagles losing a tight game. I don't see the Eagles losing by three or four. Because I don't I, – I just don't I, – or the 49ers – Contain them and beat them by fucking ten. Really? I, I, yeah, really? it like one or the other. And I, but what's more likely? The first. I, I just I just yeah. can't see the Eagles not being able to move the ball with the way that they're all, they're healthy, the way their offense is going. I just can't see it, dude. If we uh, yeah, I mean, I try to be. You know me. I try to be as objective as possible. Like yeah. if I if I thought they were going to lose this game, I wouldn't just say they were going to win. Yeah. I do feel like they're going to win the game. I um I I, I agree, Mike. Um, I, yeah, there's just this sense of er- nervousness, and it's yeah, you know what because, it is because it, it's, San Fran's a really good team. Well, it's not even that, and this might be unfair because I think it is unfair because it's the past, but it's the Philadelphia fan. Like this is the toughest. Let's be honest. On paper, this is the toughest NFC matchup, championship game matchup the Eagles have had since 2001. On paper, would you agree? Yeah. The Rams, right? Now the Eagles were underdogs in that game, and the Eagles weren't as talented as this team. No, not at all. But against Minnesota, they still had Foles quarterback, and and yeah, nobody expected. Well, I know Foles. Foles didn't even have a real good game against Atlanta. No, but there was something different about that game going into that game where I went, "They're gonna, they're gonna win this game." I, I knew they were gonna win that game. Uh, I'm not saying I don't think they're gonna win this game. I'm just a little you felt, more. You felt, you felt. I was actually you, more confident. You were more confident. Yeah, I was. Because there was, because I didn't believe in Case Keenum at all. Mm-hmm. I didn't believe in Case Keenum at all. Brock Purdy, even though he's a freaking rookie, he hasn't lost. You he don't hasn't know. lost yeah. yet, and we don't know. Like we don't know what he really is. I knew what Case Keenum was, um, and I knew we can stop the run. And I like the Eagles' running attack. And I thought that if he can game manage, they can win the game. Well, they did a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're going to do the same thing on Sunday. Could be. You know, we we're looking at this going. Oh, you know, I don't know. And they have a good running game, and and, and Christian McCaffrey's better than Dalvin Cook. Yes. Uh, the defense, the 49ers defense is better than the Vikings defense that year. Although they didn't have Cook, did they? Yeah. Wasn't Dalvin Cook on that team? Was he a, was he a rookie that uh, year? I don't, I don't know. know. I'm pretty sure. Uh, maybe, I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe Dalvin Cook was on that team back then. Uh, I mean, look it up. Um, but their defense, I mean, defensively, I mean. Yeah. Would you, would you say that he was. Yeah, he was there. Oh, that okay. was his, that was his rookie year. Well, it was Dalvin Cook's rookie year? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, I thought he was bad. I mean, but he wasn't Dalvin Cook now. But still, Christian McCaffrey's still better than Dalvin Cook. Oh yeah, when he's healthy. Mm. Piece of shit. Yeah. Oh man. But he costs everybody in fantasy because he doesn't stay healthy long enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, what is this? Uh, deep? <laughs> I'm trying to read this. Hold on. Brock Richard Purdy is going to see a lot of Philly sky when laying on his back, mm. much like uh, Ron and Gary's sister. Um, 
I refused to clean cheese. I refused to clean cheesesteak and nacho cheese sauce off my TV this year, and I will not. Ha- and I will ha- not have to throw things at my screen. Mm. Nice. All right. And then Polsky said, uh, "They're the toughest and most talented. This team." Yeah. Here's a question. Did you guys see the? I think it was one of you guys that probably posted it. The line outside of Walmart in Texas. I didn't post it. I saw it though. It so was a, I, yeah. Dallas Cowboys fans yeah. going to buy their new TVs. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I um we didn't get a chance to really talk about that. Um I mean we talked about the Eagles beating the shit out of the Giants, but uh Dallas losing to uh the forty ers uh was a thing of beauty. Uh I love it. All yeah. the all the all the cockroaches are very quiet this week. They have nothing to say. Other than let's burn Dak Prescott's jersey and let's throw our TVs on the driveway and run them over. I you know, first of all, let me, Philadelphia, Philadelphia. Can I? Can I just? Can, can I? Can I? Can I just say something? All right. If the Eagles lose on Sunday to the Forty ers please don't record yourself doing shit like that and put it out there. Okay, please don't. I know you're gonna be upset. Our team is in much better shape than the Cowboys are. Okay, we have a much brighter future. Dak Prescott's thirty and has shown over and over again he can't do it. The Cowboys franchise has shown over the last 25-plus years they, they're the most overrated fucking franchise in all of sports. Is that, like, is that true? It, it's absolutely true. They've, they've not made a tra- an NFC championship. They've not made the Final Four in 25 years, and they still consider themselves America's team. I don't get it. They're and, still and, and the, the media most publicized. Blows them. Right. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I just don't understand it. I, I don't get it. Um, <laughs> rename AT and T Field, the Waste Management Field. Um, yeah, man, yeah. I, I, yeah, they're the most overrated franchise in all sports, and, and so I still think even if the Eagles somehow, dare I say, don't win on Sunday, they are still in so much of a better position because of the, like you said with Ed, draft capital, the youngins, the the future of Jalen Hurts, the contracts they have lined up. If Jason Kelsey decides, I can't do this anymore. Cam Jerkins, Cam Jerkins right is in. <laughs> Cam Jerkins is your new center, and I don't think you're missing a beat. And that's no slight on Jason Kelsey, future Hall of Famer at right. all. I mean, maybe you're missing a little, but I mean, it's not maybe the first year or two. But mm-hmm. he'll he'll get it. Right. Um, Malata's young and locked in. Lane Johnson's getting older. You're gonna have to replace him in a couple years, but not next year. I mean, not yeah. next year. Yeah, soon. Right um, guard's easier to replace than left guard. Dickerson's young, and say Malu's relatively young. Too. I mean, they're they're all relatively young. Yeah. So your defensive line, you're going to start having the rebuild. I mean, like he said, Milton Williams is a younger guy. You're going to start. I think they're going to draft an edge rusher, but we are not talking about the draft because we have a fucking Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, on the horizon. I, you know what? Yeah. On the horizon. We go down that rabbit hole. E A G L E S Eagles. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, we got our predictions in. Guys, this is uh Oh man, this is going to be awesome. This is going to be awesome. This is going to so, be fun. So we're not we're not even going to touch the Chiefs and the and the Bengals. No, oh, no, we, no, yeah, we should get into that. We'll yeah, do that now. Well. Uh, but Mike, um Mike's going to the game on Sunday. Yeah, man. I uh scored tickets found out Monday morning. It was like unbelievable. I mean, definite bucket list item. Like NFC Championship game, 
you don't get the opportunity to do they're they're not they don't come around very often to your hometown. No. No, like, they don't. Your your team's not in it very often yeah, and it's not it. a home game very often. And then on top of it, being lucky enough yeah. to have yeah. been falling into a chance to go is Mike's got unbelievable and bruises on his lips. <laughs> hey man, just do what you gotta do. Bruises on his lips. Why don't you try getting jacked off under the table in front of the whole damn family? Your dad's like, just take it, Mike. You're fine. Just let him jerk you off. You'll be fine. He hasn't had any in a while. Just let him do his thing. When he's done, we'll have a ticket in our hand instead of a dick. Mike, can you just take in your ass? I'm too old. <laughs> I've been there years ago. Just let him do it to you. <laughs> Why do I sense jealousy all of a sudden? But no, yeah, I, we're happy for you, Mike. No, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, like all joking aside, that's great, dude. Yeah, it's no, it's, it's awesome, dude. Yeah, uh, Jay Parr, that's awesome, Mike Polsky said congratulations. Uh, Dave Peterson, congratulations. Congratulations. Live stream the last. The last two minutes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's awesome, man. That's fantastic. That's all it takes is two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. So we want for me. Yeah, that's awesome. That's uh, 159 Stop. minutes of fucking okay, foreplay. Keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Nah, that's that's. Yeah, that's, it's it's yeah. it's gonna be. I I've been, I, I I all week at work. I haven't been able to focus. Man. Have you been to uh, a football playoff game yet? No, I was no. at the game. Well, two no. I was haven't it two even years been ago? to a game at the link. I was at the game two years ago against Dallas, where. It was the second to last game of the season, and it okay. was essentially like the winner won the division. Okay. To basically. Well, it was not two years ago. It was, it, was the, it was the Chicago year. It was the double doink year then. Doink, doink. Because two years ago they didn't make the playoffs. Was that a Sunday playoffs. night, Mike? Yeah, I thought it was the game. No, two years ago they made the playoffs against Seattle. No, it was a couple of years. That was three years ago. That was three, three yeah. years ago, yeah. Okay, that so was, was That was Carson. Ago. Yeah, that was the last. That, that was, was the, right before pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, because then the next year it was pandemic and Peterson and that team just right. flunked. Right. So um, yeah, that was, but that was the year. So I got to see Dallas, which is a bucket list, mm-hmm. and I got to see them basically in the, what was the equivalent of a playoff game. Yeah. Um, nice. But not an actual playoff game. No, I've never been. So I'm going from not. Oh, I see what Peterson. Dave, Dave's saying live stream your last two minutes of the at the game. Right. Right. If right. they're winning, yeah, 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 dude, yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, and you know, Mike, I asked you earlier when you came in, like pictures, updates. You know what I mean, text messages with the hostility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah I'll post that. Sh- I'll post this shit on our uh, social. Like, keep us informed. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'll sure. do. It. I'm not the biggest social savvy guy, but I'll do what yeah, I. Can. No, we'll send send pictures and shit to me, and I'll I'll take care. Yeah. Of it. yeah. All right. We'll work as a team, man. We lost as a team. No, better not <laughs> fucking lose. Shut up. Shut- You're gonna cop your knob. Fuck you, Tio. Don't give us your fucking bad jive. Jive fucking jive. I want to say yeah, Juju. No, I want to say Juju. I said jive. You just called me a jive turkey. No. It's a jive turkey. No, he did not. He uh, called you cocksucker. I did that by accident. Like, that was a total accident, the jive thing. Uh, all right. Uh, Cincinnati, Kansas City. Who are the Eagles going to play in the Super Bowl? <laughs> I'm just, I'm putting it out. I don't, there's, I'm not taking any other fucking thing. Wait, we're, we're going to win. Um, that's gonna be a tough game. But let me see that line. Too. I'll, I'll tell you what, I had it. I had the Eagles in Kansas City for 
for a while. Um, it depends. It depends on how hurt Mahomes is. Yeah, uh, Bengals are underdogs by one and a half. It's kind of a Cincinnati in Kansas line. City. That's a Cincinnati line because they're worried about Mahomes. Right now, Mahomes did a presser, no boot on, and he walked off. And his it, practices has been solid. But his head, his head told it. Yeah, he's hurt. Yeah, like, no, he's hurt. no, it's, that's, that's the way. He no, is. that's it. Yeah, that's the way he is. He's, he's a weird. Yeah, he's a strange, weird dude. He's a strange bird. But he walking out with his head to the side. But um, I mean, that being said, if he can't scramble, Cincinnati's got the edge. I agree. Mahomes has a walk, and I like Mahomes. Don't get me wrong, but he walks like he's got to stick up his ass. Mm-hmm. It's some bath bombs. Could be the bath bombs. Could be that fucking violinist that's playing. What was it jazz or whatever? Fucking bath bomb jazz. Yo, did yeah, you see what happened jazz, after yeah. that game though? His his old lady's going, and he said, "Yo, take it down a notch." Did, oh, I didn't, I didn't he, he ate, yeah, on Twitter. Like was, that, was that real? Uh, no, it wasn't real. That wasn't uh, real. It wasn't real? No, 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 no. no. Clickbait. Uh, yeah. Clickbait, Gary. There he no, is. No, I didn't click nope, it. Nope, yep. Clickbait. I, yep. I, didn't, nope, I didn't say nope, anything about nope. it all week. Clickbait, Gary. Yeah, stink bait, Gary. <laughs> lush, I can tell by looking at you. That was, that was clickbait, Gary. Rizzo yeah. said so. Fuck Rizzo. Rizzo just said so. Yeah, fucking Frank Rizzo, you talking about the magazine? Yeah, I just said it right there. You are a lush, I can tell by looking at you. That's, that's, How long has he been dead? Uh, 38 yeah, years. Fucking Rizzo. Go eat a cannoli, call me tomorrow. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I'm going because I'm not sure and I don't think Mahomes is 100% going to be able to scramble and do quite as much. Then it's going to be a really close game. I think Cincinnati wins by like it might be another one of those McPherson field goals like last year. I think Burrow's the better quarterback in this game, honestly. Right now, because of Mahomes being if, hurt. If Mahomes doesn't hurt, I I, I oh, think Mahomes I, is I the best the quarterback. But how many times has Burrow beat them? Once. Beat well, him. no, he beat them twice. He beat them in the regular season. He beat them last year. Yeah. The championship game. BS. Yes. Um, and it was a healthy Mahomes and Bengals. Dude, I got to be honest with you. I'm going to say it right now. And it's not that I'm afraid of the Bengals, but if the Bengals go to Super Bowl against the Eagles, like, I yeah, the, you, you'd Bengals, rather, you'd the Bengals you'd might win the their first title. Yes. I think the Bengals might beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl if the Bengals well, go. Just because right. they're there's something about that team. Like, I don't know, man. You like, know what, The Bengals I, defense is not – that right. great, but the now I think there's so many fucking weapons on that team. The Chiefs, however, to like me, they handled they handled Buffalo. If the Chiefs go in though, the snow, yeah, but you know, and this is the snow. This, this is, about this the is snow, no slight. This is no slight to Mahomes because the, the Chiefs are a good team. But the Chiefs' outside receivers, Eagles can buckle them up. I, I'm not the Chiefs' running game. Eagles can take care of that. Burrow's Chiefs' defense, man. Eagles can take care. I think the Eagles can beat. Kelsey the Chiefs. goes off, but. You, you deal with that. Yeah, but it's one guy like right. versus, you know, whatever. That's almost – actually, I, I would actually compare that to the Patriots in 2017 where you have to worry about Gronk and not really anything else. Yeah. Right? And Tom Brady. Uh, Mahomes might be this next generation's Tom Brady, and then you have Kelsey who is better than Gronk. Right. Right? But that defense is the same, blah, 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 you know, whatever. The Bengals, though, to me, have so many fucking weapons. Uh, I don't know, but anyway. Yeah, but then all of it, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We are. We'll talk about. It. No, we're not. No, we're I not. You know we're what? Not I don't ahead think because Eagles are going to Super Bowl. The, <laughs> Cincinnati, Cincinnati doesn't have the tight end. E and the Eagles. G. 
L-E-S, Eagles. Wait, the, what, what did you just say? Cincinnati doesn't, doesn't have a what? Doesn't have as good of a tight end. Giggity. Yes. Um, as long as giggity, the end is tight. Giggity, giggity. Tyler Boyd, I'll take Maddox on Boyd. Okay. Bradbury and Slay Open your mouth wide on Chase and, and Higgins. Mm-hmm. Like, they're going to get theirs a little bit, but uh, the Eagles, the, nah. Nah, I'm, I'm Eagles all day. Okay. This is going to be. You're saying against Cincinnati, Mike? Yes. I'm saying that San Fran is the best team that the Eagles have left to face. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Mm. I think Burrow's a little bit better than fucking Jalen Hurts. Okay. Um, even, even no. If he, no. I'm not going. No. No, even no, if he, no, no, no. I'm even not if going he there. is. Even if he is. I think they have a better trio of receivers than the Eagles do. Like, okay. But, I, I, you know, but I, are you, I take you're Tyler not including Boyd. Boyd and Goddard? Oh. No, I'm taking Boyd and Watkins. Well, that's not. Let's, let's, Hayden Hurst and Goddard? Goddard has the edge. Let's not start sucking no, I mean, each other's dick just no, yet. No, Hurst. Yeah, I mean, he has the edge over Hurst. Who do you want, Boyd? If, if you're taking the third best receiving player, Goddard or Boyd? Dude, when Boyd's when Boyd's healthy, it's 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 it's. I'm taking Boyd, but Boyd yeah. hasn't. He he's been a little inconsistent this year. I, I would take Goddard now, right now, right in that game. I mean, I'll take Chase over anybody. Yeah, dude, we're whoa, okay. Yeah, yeah right, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, that'd be a fun. Blame it on my ADD cell. So yeah, I, I I called it. I said I think Cincinnati wins on a last minute field goal, not. When it's a tie game, the last-minute field goal to take the lead. Like, I, it's a longer field goal. It's a nail-biter. Yeah. It's like a it, – it's a hit-and-miss, but McPherson comes through and, and ends up taking them to the championship. I, I mean, me personally, I, I think this game comes down to what, what the scrambling ability of Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Like, if he's able to scramble and run and be agile, then I think the Chiefs got the edge here. Mm-hmm. If he can't scramble and run because of his ankle injury – and Cincinnati's going to yeah, get them. I, I agree so what that. do you what do you think's going to happen then? Do you think that he can scramble and run? No, I don't. I think so Cincinnati's think got the edge. Yes. I, I agree. I agree with you guys. I, I think he's hurt. Uh, he's he's you know a high ankle sprain. I don't care who you are. That's I mean, going to bother tough. you, he, especially his, as a quarterback. That's that's tough. And, that's and tough. One, and one of his biggest things is getting out of the pocket, getting yeah. out of a rush. Now Cincinnati's line, eh, but I mean Jacksonville. Yeah, played against Jacksonville last week. I think that, that that coordinator wasn't aggressive enough. I don't think he took advantage enough right. of going after Mahomes. Um, he tried. He just didn't have a, a – I think Cincinnati's just a better a – better, a little bit better. But hats off to Doug that. Peterson, what he did with that team. Like, oh, like, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. yeah 100%. Um, so, I'm going to um, – yeah, I'm going to go Cincinnati uh, slightly. Um but for the Eagles' sake, if the if the Eagles win, and if the Eagles don't win, I don't give a fuck who's in the Super Bowl. Maybe we get a rematch in nineteen eighty eight. I don't give a shit. Um, but if the Eagles win, I would rather have Kansas City. I got to be honest because I think the Eagles are better than Kansas City in almost every facet of the game, except for tight end and quarterback. Eagles are better in every other way. They are, right, Even, yes. despite Chris Jones being as good as uh, having a great year. Is he related to Cunt Jones? He is. Yeah, he's his uh, second, second cousin, cousin. removed, <laughs> removed from his cunt. Um, so those are the uh, the two removed cousins. from his two lips. Yeah. <laughs>
She wears underwear yeah, with dick holes. God, you went there. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. yeah we're, all right. we're all pretty much on the same page here. Right. Right. Yeah, we've all of our predictions are the same. Imagine that. Across the board. Yeah. Like, like, holy shit. And we didn't talk about this during the week at all. No, we nah, didn't. we didn't. No. Yeah. Um, I work with retards. Peterson, oh, if you're still on, did you did he give the prediction? He might not still be on. Uh, yes, he did. He said 27-23 Bengals. Okay. Yep. Wow. Is that good or bad that we're all on the same page? Yeah. Pretty close. Uh, should we do while you were drunk? Let's do it. All right. I am not drunk, man. You're trying to make me drunk. It's time to catch up on some things you may have missed. Do you think a six-pack is, is acceptable? While you were drunk. I'm drunk and I love cats. What more do you need to know? Before I uh, before I do while you were drunk, uh, or while you were, while you were drunk, before I start the stories, uh, I just want everyone to know, um, you know, and you guys, like when you guys are looking at me and, you know, you see that I'm upset and stuff. Um, I just want you to know it's just a hole in my sock. Right. Oh, okay. That, that's all. That's all right. All. Okay. Now, uh, there's a... <laughs> the fuck? It's like the... Just when I think this show couldn't go and get any dumber. To be fair. 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 I say, that's enough. That's right. That's enough. There's a Polsky. What the? Sean is drinking more Marlboro cigarettes, Everclear alcohol, and regret. Four four shots of Everclear alcohol. NFC East. The NFC Championship games. Uh, tickets, $912 more than double the AFC title game, $418. That's insane. Now, if it was in Buffalo, I think it would have been a little bit of a different story. I think the Buffalo fans, and like that, that would have been different. Yeah. Eh, whatever. Although it would have been a neutral site, though, right? That's right. It would have yeah, been Atlanta. Yeah, maybe not. All right. While you were drunk, if this isn't a, uh, uh, a sign, ladies and gents, there is a green comment. That is coming around the earth. Hasn't been here. Hasn't been around the earth since uh, 50,000 years ago. And it's coming around the day of the Eagles championship game. Green Comet. It's a sign. Eagles by 40. 40? All right. I thought it was pretty cool. Pretty cool story. So something popular and famous that's green. What you got? Kermit. What you got, Sean? Something popular. And famous that's green. Famous that's green. Um, I'm going to go with Ron Jeremy's dick. Why is it green? Because he's infected. Oh. All right. Or Paris Hilton's lips. Jesus. Miss Piggy's backside. (laughs) I was just going to say Madonna's asshole. Madonna's asshole. <laughs> yeah. Why is it green? Yeah. She's a big. It's been going on for 50 years. Um, <laughs> I'll say Oscar the Grouch. Polsky, that comment is a sign from above. Go Birds. Um, uh, Dave Peterson said this day in sports history, 1984, Wayne Gretzky set a National League Hockey National Hockey League record for consecutive game scoring. Wow. He ate the great one. Uh, uh, Peterson has a good one. I'm the great one. Mint chocolate chip ice cream. Nice. That's a good one. Absolutely. Right now, Heineken, 
Heineken's uh, famous in green. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Who don't love to grab a Heine? How about the Philly Fanatic? He's famous in green. Absolutely. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder what his lips smell like. How about the next story? This girl's twat. Megan Hall. Oh, is the, this the, uh, yes. The police officer. Yeah. Oh, oh so, this pig. So we were off the air last week, um, and this story kind of, like, blew up. Um, this story blew. This story blew up. Yeah. Senator Twat. Yeah, yeah. So, so explain the backstory. Why is this a story? What's so she do? she's a police officer, I think in Tennessee, and uh, her husband's, like, this fucking Mormon cocksucker. Yeah. What, uh, Peterson said Rolling Rock. That's good. And uh, she basically had sex with the entire police department. And it was caught on video, leaked video, and now she, she's gone. Uh, oh, there was a video of it? Oh, yeah, yeah. You, uh, took you, it in her mouth, took it in the stinky, yeah, took it in the front. Yeah, there's a video of her little floppy titties flopping around. And she's not much to look at. She, she, has, a, she has a face like a thumb. Yeah. She, um, looks, she looks like Peter Griffin. Yeah, I didn't see the video. <laughs> I don't need to see the video. Like that. She doesn't look that bad. Looks like a thumb. The meme, <laughs> but, but Polsky said the memes are the best, and they are. Yes. Yeah. I, what was the one? Uh, uh, it was like officer down, officer down, and it's hers like down the fuck, <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, it's, dude. It's like there's so many good ones. There are so there's so many good dude, ones. I feel terrible for the husband. He and he's an idiot because I live. Oh, I can't divorce my wife because I live by the book. Oh, is he serious? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And I live by the book, and I accept what she did, and I. Uh, uh, you know, yeah, he's he's one of those fucking idiots. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, that's why you're you being. Never mind, I don't feel bad for him. You now I'm gonna go off on the guy. You being the asshole like that is why you're. I girl actually had a train. I actually have live up. audio from his household when she when he found out. Here we go. The oh, womp womp. Oh. <laughs> that was it. Oh, Jesus Christ. What was oh, that? I thought you were gonna do the womp womp one. No, I don't have that. No, it's just. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. That's always said. That's always said. And then, and then. I love that Because, you know, he's not allowed to curse. No. <laughs> yeah, because he's a Mormon. Yeah, uh, I, I accept what she did. Well, is, is how, could a, you, how could you? It's okay. Is he a Mormon or a Mennonite? How, how could you, know you know possibly he is? accept? You know what he is? He's a fucking asshole. It doesn't matter what he is. Yeah. How could you possibly like be okay with that? Man. Yeah, I I don't know. Oh, well, you know. He's Shut gotta... up! Oh my God, I don't care. That's what he's like. That's because he's got to cover up for what he's doing. It doesn't like how could it how could it be that much worse? Because there's an eight year old locked in his basement. All right, never mind. Well, if you stay corrected, if you're if you're blowing a priest and sucking his children down your fucking throat, he don't care what his wife's doing. That's also true. Sad but true. Sad but true. Raw. And the ADD stuff. All right. Sell. We had a couple, um, well, we had more than a couple deaths, but uh, uh, um, celebrity deaths. The Geeter with the Heater. Uh, Man, he's dead. Jerry Blavitt. You didn't know that? Uh, now I do. Now I get what you're saying. Yeah, Geeter with the Heater. Jerry. <laughs> what? Geeter, Geeter with the, the heater. heater. Jerry Blavitt passed away, I think it was on Wednesday or Tuesday last week. And the same day. Uh, David Crosby, yeah, uh, passed away. Um, so yeah, a couple, uh, couple, you know, uh, music. Icons. Jerry Blavitt was a DJ, you know, um, popular both, DJ in the area. Both icons. Yeah, David Crosby, obviously Crosby, Stills, Nash. Yeah, we should. Uh, it's probably too late to 
Uh, pull out a pull up a happy with the one you love, honey. Love the one you with. I could do something. I could do something right. to close out the show with. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Maybe. Um what, I'm trying uh, to think of the um, carry on love is gone. What, what carry is that? on. Yeah. That's a great that's a fucking carry on. That's a great fucking song. That man. one? Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Elijah Moore, the uh, New New York Jets um, receiver, yeah. receiver. You heard of, you heard about this one? No. So earlier in the year, he requested a trade, and you're like, "What the fuck?" And of course, I drafted him like an asshole. Oh, uh, <laughs> you're still bitter about yeah. this. And I'm like, "Oh, all listen right. to the fantasy gurus." Like, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm done with that shit. And I'm like, "Ah." Oh. He had a good year last year, and yeah, I'll go for that. Um, Sean almost got in accidents texting himself shit that we listening to on the podcast on the way to work every day about draft Elijah Moore, and he almost crashes, and the fucking guy ends up ruining his fantasy season. Uh, by the way, breaking news, Joel Embiid was fined $25,000 for an obscene gesture on the playing court. During oh, the, the thrust. Yeah. Yeah, he ah, did. fuck that. He did the, uh, the DX suck it thing. Yeah. So, uh, Ke- he deserves it for Ke- that. Kevin Durant comes out and goes, uh, what's with that celebration? Come on with that celebration. And Joel Embiid retweeted. He retweet- says, suck he it. Re- <laughs> <laughs> he did. <laughs> he re- suck it. Yeah. Um. Uh, that ended that conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Elijah Moore comes out, and um, apparently right before he got, he was going to get traded, he said to his offensive coordinator, but after not getting the ball, fuck off, you suck. <laughs> he told his offensive coordinator. But he didn't get traded. No, they they, they never traded him. Uh, yeah, they were like, no, no, you're you're stuck with us. Yeah, yeah, that's that's that sounds promising next yeah. year. Okay, cool. Because uh, the offensive coordinator's still there, right? So I'm, I'll, I'll probably draft him in fantasy next year. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll get better value. Yeah, probably. Um, uh, Frank Reich has gotten hired by the uh, Carolina Panthers. What's the name of that song? What's the song you wanted? I, I'm not sure. Carry if it's on. I, I got another one. Carry on by Crosby, Stills and Nash. All right, all right. We'll close out the show with that. Um. Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, what about that? I mean, like the fact that he he went uh, he went from here to Indianapolis. Where the fuck was he at? Yeah, he got he gets shit canned during the season, right? From the Colts, and now he gets a job at Carolina, which might be a bigger shit show than the Colts were. I don't know why he's with that job. I, I said that I'm not sure he gets another opportunity. You think this might be it for him? Well, yeah. I mean. I, oh, you I know, mean like after this, yeah. Well, no, I mean, I don't even mean that. I mean, like, I don't think that – I think that the every other team had their eyes on other guys. Mm. The Sean Payton. So they were living in the, San Francisco. Yeah, the Sean Payton, um, D'Amico Ryans, uh, the um, coordinator for um, – what's well, it, Payton. Campbell or something? The, the coordinator for uh, like Sean Dallas. Payton, Sean Payton's not going to get. Harbaugh. Like because he 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 wants full control and that's not what the NFL is now with the head coach. He'll it's get not, it. It's not this season. He won't. Not next season. He won't. He will. I got I got live audio from the. It's not uh, gonna happen. I got live audio from the GM of the Carolina Panthers and Frank Reich. Let's see how stinky those fingertips can get. 
I was like, this is the weirdest interview I've ever heard. Mm. Yeah, so that's how he got the job. He, he held, apparently, the report. Carson Wentz will end up there. The reports are that he no, held he held there. the general manager of the Carolina Panthers like a bowling ball. Well, three holes, no waiting. That's what they, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I mean, is that what you mean? 7-10 split. <laughs> that's why the asshole and the pussy hole so closely grabs like a sick pack. That is true. But, no, I mean, I, I think between Gannon, Steichen, uh, D'Amico Ryans, Harbaugh, Peyton, there's so many other guys that. Why would you? Yeah, but none of that. And actually, they might have done the Eagles a favor with with that job because they were. Uh, I know Houston's eyeing up Jonathan Gannon, but Shane Steichen, that's one less place. But for they him were they were right. eyeing him up last year as well. Who? Who was? Houston. Uh, Houston was. Eyeing up Gannon. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, Denver still got a position. Arizona and. Uh, Somebody else. D'Amico Ryans ends up in Denver. I think Sean Payton does. Yeah. You don't think so? No, you got to give up a first-round draft pick, and he's going to want full control. Yeah, I don't know if Denver has any first-round draft picks after that fucking trade for for Wilson. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's a good point, though. He might not have it. But, I mean, he might end up. I could see see Payton in Arizona. Mary? Yeah, that's right, because – Klingon's gone. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, everybody talked about him as like the next right. great. He'll get another. He'll get another head coach. And I, I gotta be honest, like it, maybe Sean Payton should hold off because if the Rams, he's not going to do nothing this year. If the Rams suck again, Sean McVay might take a walk. Right. So maybe that that might be the. Yeah, perfect. but you know what? That's a shit storm. That's a terrible. That's a really bad job. That's worse than Carolina. Yeah. They don't have any first-round picks, and everybody that they have is old now. Yeah, that's true, too. Donald, Ramsey, Stafford. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they went all in and then fell apart. Didn't I say that when they made all these trades? I've been saying it for years. Yeah, like I was waiting for this to happen. Yeah. yeah hope they enjoy it. They, it. They, they got their one, though, so. Yeah. Oh, uh, while you were drunk, this is a good one. Thank you, Dave. Uh, Peyton Manning. Took his son to the uh, Eagles game. Yeah. He wore a Jalen Hurts jersey. His uncle played for the Giants. Yeah. He yeah. trolled his own uncle. And then the next night, they went to the uh, AFC game, and he wore a Josh Allen jersey, <laughs> the kid. So, like, he had an opportunity to wear an Eli jersey, and he's nah, fuck you, uncle. Fuck you, uncle Eli. Yeah. That's wild, dude. Like That's, that's, that's great. Yeah. Um, and uh, Eli was in the crowd, too, last week. Uh, and he made quite a few Eli faces. Someone uh, caught him on video a couple times. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, like, whenever something went wrong, that fucking Yeah, uh, the, the sourpuss face. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't hate Eli. And before that, Eli said, I will never, ever step foot in another Eagles facility as long as I live. And then he, he went. And yeah. He is. I don't, like, I don't hate Eli. I, I do. Yeah. That whole that fucking whole Manning family, Eli. Nah. Oh, I like I like Archie. Peyton. No, fuck them all. Nah, I like you. I like Peyton, man. Peyton's Peyton's a good dude. Eli to me is just nah. It, you know, if he wasn't a giant, maybe I like him. Right. Like if he played for like the fucking Bengals or the Browns. If, like, if, yeah. he, if he played for them, you would think he's funny. You, if, whole, not Peyton yeah. funny, but you think he's funny. Yeah. Sean, it's the whole ignorant thing at the draft. He was drafted and said, "No, I'm not going to play here." Oh, Peyton. No, no, Eli. Eli. Oh, didn't Peyton do it too? 
No. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Elway. That's right. I was, yeah. Wait. No. No, no Eli made no, forced right. his way yeah, out of San yeah, Diego. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It was, it was Peyton. Uh, forced his way out of San Diego, Eli. so they drafted Rivers instead. Right. Eli did it, and Kobe Bryant did it in the NBA. I forget who Kobe Bryant did it to. Was it Philadelphia? No. no. Philadelphia drafted Iverson. They were going to draft Iverson. No, anyway. never well, Kobe Bryant ended up playing overseas. No, he didn't. He, yes, he did when he when – he, No, he, he didn't. He came right from high school to the NBA. He refused to go to the where Howard drafted him and ended up overseas. No, he ended up – he maybe threatened to do it. He ended up getting drafted by the Lakers. And he didn't refuse to play for them. No, he wanted to play for the Lakers. Maybe uh, he maybe he refused or threatened to go overseas if he if a different team other than the Lakers. No, he home. um he was he, no he was drafted by the you're Hornets. Reading, you're reading this, Sean. Yeah, he was drafted by the Hornets. And 13th, he didn't want to play for. By the way, thirteenth overall in '96. Like I thought it was eighth, thirteenth. Wow. Like that's a goddamn high. But then high. traded like them. They, they, they traded them to uh, the Lakers for uh, Vladi Divac. Jesus. Yeah. Because he threatened to go overseas. Wasn't that the story, Sean? Uh, like I'm not coming to play for you. I'll go overseas. I don't know. I'm trying to look. Like that kind of shit pisses me off. I'm trying to look. I don't see anything. I hear you. Yeah. I don't know. You should be lucky enough to be, you know, drafted. In the first round of anything, and, and you're being a douche about it. Yeah, I hear you. But he requested a trade several times from the Lakers, so that's why I'm having trouble. Uh, all right, here we go. All right, so let me see. Over here. Um, he said that he didn't have anything to do with leveraging his way to the Lakers. Charlotte never wanted me. Uh, it wasn't a question of me even playing there. They had a couple of guards already, a couple of small forwards already. It wasn't like I would have been off the so it wasn't like I was gonna be off the bench that much. I had grown up watching basketball. I knew who Dave Cohen's was, the um uh Hornets coach. Um you know, and, and he told him we didn't really didn't need you here. Uh and they knew that they had no use for him and he got traded to the Lakers. So no, there was Okay. No. So anyway. Uh, last Kobe thing. got crispy this time a few years ago. <laughs> While you were drunk, uh, five years ago, yeah, uh, three years ago, Kobe got crispy. Yep, yep, there, there <laughs> it is. Jesus Christ. Dave Peterson, Lindros uh, did it too. Lindros maintains today that his refusal to report to the team that drafted him was because he had qualms about the Nordiques. Um, yeah. yeah. No, that's that's absolutely true. It's actually his dad too. Uh Carl. Carl Lindros had a big part of that. Mm-hmm. And then the you know, the fucking flyers trade the farm away and the rest is history. Yeah. You know, Joe Sackick, For- Peter Forsberg won two cups, Flyers don't win any. Yeah, I mean they tra- they, they didn't have Sackick, but they did have Forsberg. Now nobody knew that Forsberg because he was like the fourth at the pick. time. Yeah, nobody knew that he was gonna be And and you know, let, let's be honest. Eric Lindros had a great career. Flyers Hall of Famer. Uh, hockey Hall of Fame. He, he right. made the Hall of Fame. Like, he had a great career. Yeah. But, eh. You know, I don't know. Flyers I mean, traded the farm away, man. They traded Hextall. They traded all their – Mike Ricci. Mike Ricci was a big part of that that, that Stanley Cup team for the, for the uh, Avalanche. Yeah. Who's the other player that gave up to get him? Well, we were talking about Forsberg. Ricci. Yeah, it's Forsberg. Yeah, yeah Forsberg. Yep. All right. All right. Last uh, while you were drunk story. 
and then we'll, we'll call it. Um, Scott Rowland has been named to the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown. Uh, Gary had some thoughts. That, you know, you didn't think he's a Hall of Famer. I don't. State your case. Greatest overall player. How many times has he been mentioned in that conversation? Just the, the, the hate that he had for Philadelphia. Maybe that, that's, that's what makes me feel he's not a, a Hall of Famer. Like he just – he said, I can't play here. I hate this field. I, I, I don't know. I just – I just so – It's don't a think, personal thing with you. Maybe. Maybe it is. Sean. So the story – like, so go to cornpostsports.net. You'll, you'll read the story. Uh, it was published back in May, I think. I, I originally put – or July. July originally published, published a story when he was announced on the ballot, and I think he should be a Hall of Famer. And he was the only one on the ballot, active ballot, to get voted in this past week. Wow. Um, and uh, Fred McGriff got in, but he was in through the um, uh, the other voting, uh, the older players who right. passed their time, and, and then they vote him in, which he deserves to be in, too. Uh, Fred McGriff was a No, he wasn't um, – he wasn't part of the steroids scandal. He was a little bit before McGriff, that. nah, yeah. Um, I mean, he played during it, but I don't think he was – I don't remember his name ever being yeah. mentioned in that. But So, Scott Rowland um, did not hate Philadelphia. He hated playing here because he felt that the team wasn't going anywhere. He wanted to play for contender. He felt that the ownership – wasn't doing anything to improve the team, and he wasn't wrong. They had one winning season during his eight or nine seasons here. Now, and, and there was no hope on the horizon because right. they had just drafted Jimmy Rollins when he was traded. Like, that was it. Right. Now, I mean, he certainly didn't endear himself to Philadelphia. He's not a Philadelphia guy. He's not somebody who goes back to Philadelphia. He's not somebody who's going on the wall of fame. He's not a Philly at all, um, he could. He's he's he could. You we'll can make see. A, you can I make think a he's, statement. I, I think he'll be on the wall of fame. You can make an argument that he deserves to be on the wall of fame, but it doesn't seem like he wants anything to do with Philly. I don't. He, I don't think it's anything personal with Philadelphia. I know there's a lot of people out there who. I'm not saying that he hates Philadelphia. Not you. I just. Yeah. I just don't. Well, he, I, I think he's. I think he. Doesn't see himself as a Philly. <laughs> Peterson said, "I'll throw, I'll still throw D batteries at him for sure." Um, I don't. I never hated Scott Rowland. I was upset that he wanted to leave, but then you know. But then as I got older, I realized why, and he and I felt that he was right. He he felt that if he wanted to have a long career, that he needed to play. He couldn't play on concrete, right? That was one. That was one thing he wanted. To, he hated the vet. Yeah, and who, who who liked the vet? Nobody liked the fucking vet. Like, but he's like, look, I'm looking for out my, I'm looking out for myself. I, I want to have a long career. I can't play here. He was an arrogant son of a bitch about but, it. But they didn't change. They didn't trade or they didn't um, the, the plans for the new stadium were in the works, but nothing was finalized by the time he was traded. I don't think. And then like three years later, Citizens Bank opened. But even now, showing the Phillies are saying we're going to have a Scott Rowland day. And you don't hear nothing. This is announced. You don't hear nothing from him. Well, what do you expect? What do you want him to do? Like, like, say something. Like, come on. Well, man. that's and I mean, he'll that's, say something. He'll come out and fight. What do you want him to do? Fuck, fuck, fuck him. He's not on social media. Fuck him. What do you want him to do? Like, come out and fucking be like, 
be like LeBron, have something to he's say just, about everything? He's just not a guy that I appreciate. Or yeah, but I Scott like. Rowland's a pretty private guy anyway. Like with them, right? Like even 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 his time with the Reds know. and the Cardinals, you never heard shit from him off the field. Like he was very pri- he's a very private guy. Dude, he's very family oriented. I get very, it, but like, he's, he's not a he's not a Philly guy. What is that like? Sean, uh, was Mike Schmidt a Philly guy? No, and we hated him for a long time until he finally came back. Who? Who hated Mike Schmidt? Wait, who hated – Mike Nobody came back from Mike where? Schmidt. Mike Schmidt never left. Yeah, where was he at? Was he hiding under came, a rock? Came back from where? He never left. Well, well no, I mean – Was he in Canada? All right, can, can I fucking talk? <laughs> hey, fuck you, eh? He's put in ice box, eh? You fuck. <laughs> after, so, sorry. After he retired, you didn't really hear from Schmidt mm-hmm. until he started broadcasting or – Doing some coaching, like he was out of the limelight for a while until he came back. Yeah, but it wasn't like people in that time in that time frame where he before he became a Sunday afternoon broadcaster, people didn't like Mike Schmidt. I there were a lot of people. There were a lot of people that didn't like Mike Schmidt. I don't like Mike Schmidt as a broadcaster. I think he's a fucking. Ter- I think he's terrible on Sundays. He puts me to sleep. Right. Yeah, he's tough. He's narcissistic. Yeah. He's this and that. He's not a Philly guy. But in that time, I never heard anyone say, Schmidt, I don't like Mike Schmidt, I don't like Mike Schmidt, I don't like, like Mike he's Schmidt. He's from a completely different I don't, time. I didn't hear that from anybody. Mike Schmidt was – Mike Schmidt endeared himself while he played here. Well, in the beginning of his career, they didn't like him. No, because he dismissed in, in the media, and then he came out with a wig and sunglasses, and then it playfully played with the – yeah, he did. He came right. out the way and in the summer, and then everyone played. That was during his play. That was early during his okay, playing years. Okay, right. So, like but also, or but also, Schmidt finished his career here. He played, started, and finished his career. Here. Right, Roland. But you said he did. wasn't a Philly guy, so you agree with that? Because he wasn't a Philly guy because he didn't fit in with the. I, because he didn't endear himself to the fans. Right, and right? Roland didn't endear himself to the fans, and that's why. But Mike Schmidt is in, is beloved as one of the greatest Phillies ever, and Scott Rowland did the same shit but asked himself out of town during an era where there was free agency, right? And, you know, whatever, and got traded. And But he's never he's never said anything positive about Philly afterwards or come back for any alumni or or you don't hear about him doing any like like he's not no, he that, doesn't he's not yeah. a hometown like he doesn't live in Philly. He doesn't want anything to do with Philly. And no, Philly I, doesn't I, really want anything to do with him. I haven't seen I haven't seen Roland back in any event after. No, and but is that the Phillies? Like the Phillies put invites out. Like I, I don't know, man. Like there's I don't think there's a lot of players. Maybe they don't see him as a Philadelphia Philly. Yeah, I mean Kershawn is Kershawn a Philadelphia guy? He's like, a great player. Like he also out, he also demanded his way out of the town. But people still look at Kershaw and go, God damn, he was so good. Right? Scott Rowland was the same way. The only difference is Kershaw went to one World Series here. Scott Rowland didn't have the opportunity. That's the only fucking difference. Scott Rowland was a really good fucking player here at a hot corner, playing the toughest position on the field I mean, in baseball. And did it, he was the best at it during like, his era. Like Sean, he was I, the I, best. I don't hate you for your opinion. Nine goal, eight or nine gold gloves. I just eight or nine gold gloves. I don't like the guy. He's fifth all time. I just don't like him. He's fifth all time among third basemen 
in um, some offensive numbers. Now, Gary, uh, J, uh, Jay agrees with Gary. He's not a Hall of Fame or a good player, not a Hall of Fame player. So many better players than him that are not in the Hall of Fame. He's right about that. There are so many players on the Hall of Fame list that aren't in or on, on the ballot or were on the ballot who are no longer on the ballot who should be in before Scott Rowland. I agree with Jay 100%. I agree with you on that. I agree with anybody who's going to say that. Now, but Scott Rowland was the guys really, that aren't on there, are they the steroid guys or are there still other guys that... Todd Helton deserves to be in before Scott Rowland. I'm sorry. Right. Todd Helton was a fucking... He yeah, was Todd a, Helton wasn't as good defensively. No, but he was. He put on a master class But Todd Helton didn't do it for very long. Uh, he had a good career. It was, Scott Rowland played for 18 years or something. That's what I'm shit. saying. Scott Rowland played for let 18 me, years. Let me I mean, that's part of... Like, Scott Rowland gets in because of the offensive numbers that he puts up. I think and no, the statistics I just, because I disagree. He, I think it's the defense that really puts Scott. Well, okay, over. yeah, I get it, but his offensive numbers seventeen put him years. Help was in for seventeen years. Seventeen years. I mean, okay. Um, he had way more hits than Roland. He had five hundred more hits than Roland. He had more home runs, and his batting average was three sixteen. Yeah, Todd Helton's wins, a Hall of Famer. Wins above replacement, 61.8. Yeah. He, he's a fucking Hall of Famer. Yeah. Todd Helton is a Hall of Famer. When he played, I thought he, Todd Helton was going to go in the Hall of Fame. That's I remember how him, good he was. He was flirting with 400 one year. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was a. He put on a master class in the, bat in, in the, in the batter's box. He's he, one of the maybe top ten hitters that I've In our lifetime? Seen. Yeah. I mean, obviously Gwynn. Tony Gwynn's Gwynn, number one. Ichiro's up there. Gwynn and Ichiro are one and two, one and one A. And yeah, then after Hel- that. Helton to me is up there. Like and Helton, then you got guys like Helton right after that. Yeah, for sure. Um, Jay, Jay says he agrees. Uh, I mean, again, it it's tough, man. It's a really tough – it's a slippery slope because, first of all, Cooperstown – Cooperstown fucked up, like, so many times over and over. But how many times and, have they not done that? And that's because that, – and that's why – Someone like Scott Rowland's getting in. Again, I, I don't mean to dismiss it. Scott Rowland, to, to me, Scott Rowland, if you look at his numbers as a whole, and I, again, cornerpostsports.net, I lay it all out. Um, his, his numbers aren't eye-popping offensively. You look at his defensive numbers and what he did, the, the, the runs he saved, his, all that stuff, he was one of the best ever. He's one of the best ever to play third base, and I think he deserved to get in. On that, on that. Yeah, because I haven't really, I, I haven't said one way or the other whether he deserves to get in or not. Yeah, I, Roberto Alomar, right? Roberto Alomar was was an okay offensive player. He got him because of his defense. Right. Ozzy right? Smith got him because of his defense. Right. So how come those guys are given the the pass to go? Oh, they were so great defensively, and then people look at Rome. Ah, nah, dude. Rome was fucking. He. You never had to look at Scott Rome and go. I don't know if he's gonna make that play. You know what? I think that part of the difference is, is that. Roland didn't have the flash. Roland wasn't doing the flips after mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Roland was good and Roland made spectacular plays, but they didn't look <laughs> Dave Peterson. They, Scott Roland and JD Drew can both burst out in the flames. I wouldn't even piss on them <laughs> to put them out. <laughs> Fuck them both. That's awesome. Oh man. But, All right. Yeah, I mean I yeah. think that Roland just didn't like he made it looked easier. He he didn't 
it didn't have the flash and the flare. Yeah. No, I think that's. I think there's definitely, definitely truth to that. Um, and he was quiet, like he was quiet on the. Now, I think that plays a role too. Yeah. Why does Crosby have that stupid fucking mustache though? I Don't worry that. about listening to this song. I hate that fucking mustache he had. Great song, dude. It's a great fucking. Probably smell like cocaine. Probably. Cocaine and fucking. Cocaine in the morning after yeah. he wakes up because yeah. it's still like he snorts some of it and he, he, yeah. it's the rest of it. He, yeah, the next day. Cocaine is some San Fran cock. Yep, I just I just did that. I came back around. Aren't they from San Fran? I have no idea. I think they are, right? If they toured uh, Ashbury Heights. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that they were born in. They, aren't they? Aren't Crosby still in Ashbury? Let me see. Let me see. I'm a, Oh, that's a great fucking song, though. Yes. Was that right? Was it called Carry On? Yes, the name of the song is Carry On. It's such, it is. It's such a fucking good song. Nah, L.A. LA. They're from L.A. All right. Well, I was close. Cali. I was close. Yeah, Cali. Well, uh... Carry on, everyone. Yeah, guys, this is a. Uh, we're showing a weird note. This is gonna be a good fucking weekend. It is. Next time we see you on Friday, the Eagles will know who they're playing in the play, uh, Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what we're doing. That's what we're gonna do. Yeah. I, I, yeah. There's no excuse. You don't like it? Ugh. Dude, this is from the 60s. Is it 60s? Late 60s. This is cool, though. The little groove? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can get down with this. I don't like the fucking whole three-person. The harmonizing? Yeah. Oh, you don't like the, the nah. Simon and Garfunkel nah, harmonizing? Nah, I can't stand that shit. Nah. It's, oh, I it, like it. Nah. Puts me to fucking sleep. This shit's good. Where are you going now, my son? Where will you be? The, you know what? You know what Crosby stills and Nash are? The doors with more talent. That's what they are. <laughs> right? I. Where will you be tomorrow? I, I think that the Crosby stills and Nash is better than happiness. The doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that? Sean will bring you sorrow. All right, before you, before you have to hear Gary sing us out, one more time, boys, and we'll close the show out. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles!